Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Wow, that that was from the Dr. Phil show yesterday. Getting down and dirty, taking the uh, the uh, what is it to catch a predator thing to the next level to catch a uh, predator that is also in incest. Whoa, that was intense. Hey, what, what what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Uh, rested and ready to roll live on a Tuesday night. I feel terrific. It is the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. Obviously, you uh, got to meet Dr. Phil. Yes, uh, uh, call me Shadow Master. Hefe <laughs> and the Shadow Master, come on in if you like. 407-916-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. I'm getting this on the Instant Messenger already. What, what the F? <laughs> I feel dirty just listening to that. Oh, we've got plenty of more. Christ almighty, make it stop. <laughs> oh, wow. Doc- it is dirty. Dr. Phil, thank you. Uh, so anyway, it is the hideout on Tuesday night, back live from a little extended vacation, much needed rest, ready to roll with you. Uh, Chunks Corolla is here, our executive producer, Tommy Bateman is well, our director. On top of the uh, talk and roll controls, Matt Albert screens your phone calls at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. And Jack Napier, Milton, as he's also known, is our intern tonight, right now getting me medication for my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I feel rested mentally and rejuvenated and even physically, my mouth, I guess, and you guys diagnosed me in the office, I have a canker sore? Yes, uh, a little canker sore. It's right uh, in the bottom crevice of your lip, right next to your gums. It's like all white and pussy? Mm-hmm. And I should pop it? No, do not pop it. Oh, it hurts. In fact... I have the same sore. Let me show you where it's at. Hmm, that's how I got it. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm... like. I haven't spoken a whole lot over the last four days. I enjoyed it so much. I didn't do anything. <laughs> but as I talk now, I feel like you. I've got all this extra saliva. I don't understand what you're saying. I'm just like, I feel like all of a sudden I've developed a speech impediment because of this massive... I don't massive, understand how that's like me. This massive inner pimple, I guess that's what it is, on the inside of my lip. Napier went to go get medicine. What's the best medicine for this thing before we get the show started? You know, I don't really know the names of it. I know there's plenty of it out there. Is uh, Herpacil or whatever it is or whatever. Okay, um, that isn't Blistex, maybe? Do you think Blistex will help this? May- I thought that I- was for chap lips. I don't know. I-, I know there is medicine out there for canker sores, though. How do you get a canker sore? What is it, just a pimple in your inner lip? Basically, I... It- you know, I usually I used to get it from eating too many like oranges and citrus stuff like oh, that. And then I made the mistake of having some pineapple. Oh yeah, that'll burn it. And like it, this thing makes me angry. <laughs> I want to punch things. I'm so mad at my mouth. So anyway, I'm gonna try to. Um, I may have to go home around nine, <laughs> depending. We had a four day weekend. You can't go home at nine. But it's game four. It's game four. I have to. I here's the thing that I do with my lip. I pinch the other side to try to take away the pain. I've done that many times where you just kind of 
create pain other places. I used to take a, this like, isn't good if I'm sounding like you. When I had a uh, when I had like a, a sore tooth or something, I always used to like take my ear and clamp it with something. Just to take the pain away from my mouth right into my ear. Ambisol, people are saying. Okay, Ambisol. That I, sounds right. I thought that was for your feet. No. That Ambisol. That's Gold Bond. Ah, Absorbing Junior. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Dubs, there's so much to get to. We have three days of show to do in one night. So let's try to squeeze it all in. Or we can milk it for all it's worth and not work the rest of the week. It's all up for <laughs> Number you. Number two. Uh, Donna in the 407. You're in the hideout. What's up, Donna? Yeah, the best stuff to get for that canker sore is called Kanka, K-N-K-A, and it forms a protective coating. It burns like hell when you first put it on, oh. but after the initial burn, it keeps anything from getting on it for a couple of hours. And how long for this thing to go away? How do they go away? Oh, they're just, uh, you got to keep it clean, the area pretty clean. The Kanka stuff protects it from getting dirty and and getting worse. Oh, this is killing me. All right, thank you, Don. Appreciate it. How long have you had it? When was the first day it started hurting? Probably like last week, the end of last week. Oh, wow. I usually don't have them for more than like two or three days tops. Yeah. That would make me angry. It's killing me, dude. Is it going to pop or uh, has it gotten bigger? No, it's just sitting there. Is this true? If that's true, I ain't putting it on the air. What? I don't want to ruin my chances of anything. Go ahead. What do I care? Sean in the 813, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, what's up, hideout? What you got, dude? Yeah, hey, uh, I was going to just let you know, the best stuff that I found for that is it's called Zolactin B. It like, actually puts a film over it where you can't even feel it anymore. All right, I need something like that, dude, because it's killing yeah. me. Yeah, I never understand the medicines that make it hurt more initially. I want something to give me instant relief. All right, people are telling me it's a form of herpes. It is. Really? Yeah. I got the herp. I think everybody has some form of it in their body. Oh, wow, man. I feel like my life just ended. I got some news that I wasn't really expecting. How much did you use your mouth lately? None. None? Okay. We're well into the relationship. (laughs) That stopped. How long did it take for you to stop doing that? A week. Really? Yeah. You used to tell me, oh, man, I love it. I love it. That's the best thing ever. No. Of course not. After two weeks, tops, you never do it again. You never even hint around to doing it. And if she, like, starts kind of motioning towards that, you always kind of try to either fake a uh, sniffle or a cold or, you know, just... Or a canker sore. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's our buddy Jake the Mechanic in the 417. What's up, buddy? Yo, what up, hideout? Yep. Hey, dude, long time. Been a real long time. Got a new job and busted my ass. Oh, wow. But anyway, uh, yeah, it is a form of herpes. Uh, it's actually uh, like a type 3 form of herpes. I have it. I get them real bad. And if you go to your dentist, they can prescribe a medicine, uh, a paste form of Zovirax. And Zovirax is the pill you take when you have genital herpes. But this stuff, you put it directly on there, it goes away in like a day or two. All right. God damn, dude. But you got that kanka stuff, you got to get that to eat because you won't be able to get anything without putting something on it. No, it's killing me, actually. I've been putting some Oragel on there. I didn't mean to start the show with this because there's so much other stuff we want to get rolling with, but it's yeah, killing me. You, before the show, when uh, the open was going and everything, you were back here just telling me how angry you were and swinging your fists around. I just want to punch stuff. Have a grapefruit. Mm-hmm. That'll help it. All right, Chunks wants to know if Jake the Mechanic can fix his car. Sorry, bro, you should have sent it to me earlier. 
He's like on a 16-second delay or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very odd. Uh, all right, well, I didn't mean to take up the first part of the show. I didn't know it was a form of herpes. Yeah. Damn, man. It's, why, not, why it's, not so? gen, it's not genital herpes. Don't worry. Well, what the hell's the difference? It, whenever really, you hear the, nothing really. Whenever you hear you got the herp, you're like, what the? As, as long as it doesn't form bumps other places, you're good. Enjoy it. I thought you could pass it, though. I yeah, thought I heard that. Who cares if you pass it as long as it's not on yours? See, I've never had anything down there. And, in fact, this is only maybe like the second one of these I've ever gotten. And I haven't had one in forever. Yeah, I haven't had them in years. I almost want to say I had one like in high school. But I wasn't doing nothing in high school. That's crazy. Are you sure? Trust me, I know. Were you sitting on your dad's lap? <laughs> Don't bring my dad into this. He's a well-respected It individual. was a callback. To Dr. Phil. Oh. I want to get into those, too. All right, we'll do it. Angelo in the 407. What's up, man? Hey, boys. Maybe you could get some money out of this. Maybe you could get a sponsorship out of Valve Check. You know, that herpes medicine. Hey, yeah. Maybe you could go kayaking. The, yeah, and then I could go climb rocks and all that kind of fun hey. stuff. I mean, to cut you off. That idea would die on the third floor. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. All right, two more, two more calls, and we're going to move on. Got the herp, man. Jesus. You, in, you never had one of these, Tommy? I don't think so. You've never had a little sore in your mouth? Come here. I got an idea. Come here and rub your rub it with your finger. Your tongue. How about my Just fist? look it. I'm sure Matt, as a 21-year-old, ver- you get this through sex? No, I don't think so. I think you can get it through, like, uh, basically kissing or anything like that. Well, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Matt, you <laughs> lucky son of a bitch. Sure, you're overweight and on the verge of diabetes. At least you don't have canker sores. Thank God. Christ, man. Stamper in the 407. What's up, dude? What up, Light Out? Long time to talk to. Yeah. Yo. Hey, I've got the perfect remedy for you. It's free, and it works. Just go to Wendy's and get one of those iodized salt packets. It's got to be iodized. And soak it on there for a minute. It'll burn like hell, but it'll dry it out and be gone in the morning. All right, see, I'm not real interested in pain. Thank you. Yes, yeah, uh, enough pain already. Why would you want to put more on there? All right, EJ from the U says, if you've had a fo- if you've had the chicken pox, you've had a form of herpes. I didn't know the chicken pox was herpes. By the way, never had it. You've never had chicken pox? Nope. Stay away from it. No, hold it's it. terrible as a as a. Here's uh, the thing, though. Adult. I didn't never had it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Then when I was a teenager, my little brother got it. Mm-hmm. It's bad. We were living in the same house. I played with him and everything, like you know, hung out with him and stuff. Never got it. Wow. I am further evolved than the rest of you. Born without wisdom teeth, I probably don't have an appendix. See, I uh, I got uh, the uh, chicken pox, and they get were in my mouth, down my throat. It was nasty. Ooh. Well, then maybe that's... I don't remember them being that bad. Eddie in the 407 here in the hideout. What's up, Eddie? My Real nose. Fast. What you got? Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Hey, I've got the perfect cure for you. I know this sounds crazy, but it's happened to me, so I know it works. Vagisil. That does sound like it may work. Why Vagisil? Is it for uh, yeast infections and stuff? I don't have a yeast infection, In dude. your mouth. You have, a, you have a mouth yeast infection. No, I, I think, don't. Stop. I, I think J-Dubs is right, man. you got a yeast infection in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not helping, Eddie. All right, here's our buddy Garrett from Irrational saying, uh, it's a symptom of AIDS. It is. No. It's a, it's a very early form of AIDS in your mouth. You have AIDS in your mouth. Okay. All right, here. Uh, thank goodness for our friend, this ain't sweet tea. 
Good thing about it, though, you'll win the uh, the uh, bet for the Monster Cruise. <laughs> Losing the most body fat, that's not the way I want to do it. Hey, wh- however you get it done, you're going to get some money out of it. I could use that money. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie to you. All right, this ain't t- sweet, he says. First of all, you guys need to learn to use Google. And then he sends over a link. Pretty much everyone has it. You typically get it when you're a kid and your body suppresses it. So... What's this Google he speaks of? Never heard of it. It's like a green slime, I think. Mm. Mm. Just don't say I don't know. Ah. On Nickelodeon. Debbie in the five one two in the uh, three three fifty two. You're in the hideout. What's I hate up? myself. What's up, Debbie? Hey, um, I was uh, just listening to y'all, and you really have this guy worried that he's got herpes. Yeah, they're and... killing me here, Debbie. What about? I know. What's the true story, I, sweetie? You know what? There's another. There's another little sore that people get in their mouths, and it's called an aptus ulcer. Oh, and that's advanced AIDS. And no. No. It, it, all it is usually is <laughs> a little dog with a squeaky toy here. <laughs> um, but, uh, Focus, all sweetie. It is, it, is uh, uh, just maybe due to uh, trauma from a toothbrush or a chip or Toothbrush? Like what that. is that? All right. See, I eat a lot of sunflower seeds. Maybe I just got poked. All right, enough about my... No, that's see, that's where it comes from. Sunflower seed. All right, you know, I'm just going to move on. Thanks for nothing, boys. This thing's killing me. I'm afraid it may have popped. Really? Because now it's not hurting anymore. Oh, Oh, now, oh, that's that's really bad. bad. Yeah. Why is that bad? Because that's the T-cells moving out of your lip. T-cells? Uh, it's about to go to your bladder, and then you're going to have none of them. Napier, hurry up. Get in here. What'd you get me? That, and I think it also releases more into your bloodstream. Hey, thanks for the monster. I brought in some monster. Bring it closer to me. Closer. Hand it to him. Thank you. <laughs> Enough of you and your monster. Let me see what medicines I got. And we'll start the show. A little pre-show. A little medical. Did you get it at AZT? What the hell is this? What is it? Your or a base. Or a base. How many did you get me? No, this, this I, is for me. What do you mean this <laughs> is for you? I gave you a 20, you ass. I'm getting you change. Come here. <laughs> what the hell? What did you get for you? Stay awake. Oh, you just had a breakup, didn't you? All right, we'll talk about that later, later on. My change is a buck seventy-five out of $20. Oh god, this stuff's expensive. Give me the two nineteen for your stupid stay awake. <laughs> here, here's your stuff. <laughs> Take a break, come back. Alright, here's what we're gonna do. Thank you, Napier. Appreciate it. Alright, here's Dubs, we got so many directions we can go in. Alright. Let's start the show next. Here are some of the things that I'm gonna run by you in the next forty five minutes. The test scores are in where Florida ranks. Uh, including the 50 states in the District of Columbia for the dumbest drivers. Also, too, uh, what's more, what's deadlier, J-Dubs? Alligators, sharks, dogs, snakes, deer, mountain lions. Um, in addition to that, uh, the airport and the traveling over the weekend and some of the ways that they say they want to solve it. Barry Bonds passes the babe with home run 715. Uh, Bush yesterday talking about honoring the dead and also uh, regretting the bring them on quip, and that's just in the next 45 minutes. 
Also, too, we have a brand new game we're going to play, which is dubs. It is trampoline or transsexual. I have uh, clips of people jumping on trampolines and transsexual porn. You have to decipher between the two. We will play that for you tonight. we got the Dr. Phil clips. We have a ton of audio. Like I said, we got about three days' worth of show to squeeze into one night. Tonight's your chance to hang out in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Oh. Hideout back live on a Tuesday night. It's a hideout Real Radio 104.1. Happy and Dubs with you. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, some other updates we need to get to you as well. Let's see. Uh, the update on Chunks and him going off on the third floor. Yeah, that was uh, an ordeal on Friday. Apparently, too, we have some air checks of the mixtapes and the people who hosted them. Ooh, I've heard about those. I the, the quote that I got was, I can only sit through it one more time. What I heard is audio rape. So we have that. Uh, there's so much to get to, uh, including your phone calls, whatever you want. Feel free to hop in. All right, Dubs. By the way, the 407's off to a strong start with their calls tonight. Very strong start for the 407. Uh, let me ask you. I'm going to throw out a prize to somebody. Uh, I'm feeling a little generous. generous this evening. Where does Florida rank as far as the dumbest drivers in the United States? Now, it's uh, the, the scores go through 1 to 51, um, 1 being the best drivers, 51 being the worst. They added uh, Washington, D.C. in there. The District of Columbia is included. I always find this fascinating because wherever you live, you know, when you live in different places, you always think that that place is worse when it comes to drivers. I have uh, grew up in Texas, moved to Michigan. That's where Dubs and I met. Mm-hmm. Then over to Washington, D.C. Specifically, I lived in Maryland, but I worked in Virginia. And then now down here in Florida. And it's funny because whenever I left Texas, I thought, man, these Michigan drivers are awful. Really? They suck ass. I always found the Michigan drivers to be good. Then you move over to uh, you know, the D.C. area. Mm. And between the three of those places, Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, you've got a bunch of maniacs. And oddly enough, there is a difference between going in Virginia, driving around Virginia, driving around in D.C., and driving around in Maryland, even though the the area is basically one area. 10, 12, 15 square miles. Mm -hmm. There is a difference between driving on the Maryland side of the Beltway and the Virginia side of the Beltway. I uh, I grew up with racism in my house. Every time we would uh, (laughs) drive, my dad would go, oh, great, a Maryland license. Plate. He's going to suck ass at driving. So I always uh, try to avoid the Maryland drivers anytime I could. And Dubs, now that we've gotten down here to Florida, you know, enjoying our time here in Florida, you got to mm-hmm. wonder man, on I 4, what's going on there on the 408? So, as far as now, these are the rankings, the average scores, I guess, for the test for the dumbest drivers in the United States of America. Where does our state rank? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, I'm already seeing on the board the 407's coming through. Slacker in the 407. What's up, Slacker? What do you got? Well, I'd like to believe it's probably number one, but my guess is three. These fools keep me with a job. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, number three is a tie between Massachusetts and New Jersey, so it is not number three. A little bit lower when it comes to being the dumbest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, so one is good and 51 is bad? Exactly. Okay. So do a little bit better than that. 
Or you could even say where it's in the ranking. Let's say that 60th. Nah, there are only 51. <laughs> 61st. Right, Dubs, what do you think ranks higher, Michigan or Texas? Well, you've talked about Texas before and how good the drivers there are. I've never been to Texas, so I'll take your word for it and say Texas has better drivers than Michigan. Uh, no, actually, Michigan drivers are smarter as far as the test goes. Uh, Michigan at 17, Texas at 24. <clears throat> Which means smarter means better. Now, we live in uh, we live like we talked about in the D.C. area before. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think was worse, Maryland or Virginia? Maryland. Maryland, definitely worse. Every time I, I, I cringed every time I knew how to drive over there. Yeah, Maryland comes in at 46th <laughs> as far as smartest drivers go. Should have been 50th. And Virginia, 28th. Yes. I'll give you a hint. Florida falls in somewhere between there. So between 40th or uh, 46th and 28th? Yes. Okay. 52. Now, what do you think is worse? Florida or Washington, D.C.? D.C. Yeah, D.C. came in at 50th. I went to uh, I, I went downtown a lot, like driving, because my girlfriend worked down there. And for some reason, people didn't understand one-way roads down there. You just see them driving on a one-way the wrong way. We've all made that mistake at 2.15 on a Friday morning. No, this was during, like, uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, whatever. Some of us have different schedules. We can drink in the afternoon. What? Don't judge. <laughs> Joe in the 407. What's up, Joe? What's happening, guys? What you got, buddy? My shot's going to be number 43. 43 for Florida on the smartest drivers. I apologize. That's not it. Close. Well, two more guesses, and I'll just tell you. Jarhead in the 407. What's up, Jarhead? Hey, guys. On the way to a meeting, you're entertaining me on the way. Um, I gave a guess to the producer, but I'm going to say the... Is it the worst? So far? I'm going to say 46, meaning we're 46 worse, like from the bottom. Uh, actually, no. Uh, just a tad higher than that, Jarhead. Sorry, mm-hmm. buddy. And we'll wrap it up here with Commando in the 407 because we've got to move on. But this... Hey, i got to say, uh, we have to be number 35 on that list. 35 is Oklahoma. Yeah. Damn. What? A lot of close guesses. Here's the thing, too. I, uh... This is something that has genuinely fascinated me because I love the drive. Mm-hmm. I love getting out and about. Driving can be my most relaxing activity. Right. I drove to Naples not this past weekend, but the weekend before, and just enjoyed the hell out of it. What pisses me off is when I'm trying to drive and relax, and I'm with my chick or something, and she just wants to talk, and I want to just listen to the radio. Well, here's turn the, up the radio. Here's what I turn up. I got both the satellite systems. Mm-hmm. I'll turn. I'll crank up Ron and Fez and the XM202. <laughs> See, my girlfriend. Will, on fire. Shh. My girlfriend will turn down the radio to talk to me, and I don't want to talk. I just want to sit there and relax and enjoy my uh, drive. Uh, all right, Dubs. Here we go. Florida, you ready for this? Where we rank, my friends? Best being uh, number one. Worst being number fifty-one. It is a tie with South Carolina, already in great company. <laughs> For 40th. Wow. wow. That's too high. No, I, I, I don't find them to be absolutely terrible here. No, So you, there are two ways you can look at it. You can either say, we as Floridians are the 40th or 41st smartest state in the Union, or we're the 10th dumbest. However, it's all semantics. It's all how you want to put on your license plate. I say we start the campaign now for the bumper stickers. 
Well, they, there's a vanity plates all over the place where they do different, like uh, they put uh, the snake on one of them or the alligator or whatever. Why don't you just put a, uh, a dunce cap oh. on one of the, uh, the the license plates? I don't, I don't understand. Can I give you a Florida story that will totally knock that ranking way down? I'm sure this has to do with some of it because I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're not all positive. I mean, the other day I was walking over to Walmart and an old lady almost hit me to get into a parking spot. She got out of her car, fell on the curb, got up and walked away, leaving her car door open. I said, hey, excuse me, your, your door's open. She started rattling off something in a different language, walked over to the car, and fell what into the car. What, are you a minute man now? <laughs> you a minute man now? You're no. against different languages? It was like German or something. All right, people are telling me this, that D.C. does have the most ridiculous traffic. I'll tell you this. One time I, I taught radio mm-hmm. at the uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting. From my place in Silver Spring down to that place in Virginia, total miles, eight miles. Okay. An hour and 45 minutes. I know. Because what will happen is gridlock, mm-hmm. where you have people trying to, they've been sitting at the lights so long, they figure, well, I'll just try to squeeze in when it turns red, and they get stuck in the middle of the intersection, and nobody can go. Yeah, it just locks up completely. I remember when I, when I lived uh, in Falls Church, and we uh, worked in Fairfax, which was just like basically a town over, uh, I would have to get on 66 every day, the major highway right there that wasn't the beltway. And if I left at the wrong time, it could be an hour and a half, hour, 45-minute drive. If I left at the right time, 15 minutes. I say this about Castleberry to Maitland, though. Love it. About 7, 10, 15 minutes, depending. It's real fast. Usually I can get it all in in a nice tool song. <laughs> nice 7 or 8 minutes, and I'm home. Lisa in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Lisa? Good evening, guys. How are you? Good. What you got? I um I'm originally from Michigan. Sorry. And I live on no, <laughs> I live in really bad country area. I'm like 20 miles north of Indiana border. So when cold I was water. Calling him earlier. No, actually three rivers, right south uh, south of Kalamazoo. Three uh, rivers. We've been there. Yeah. Yes, no. Yeah, and it, it has three rivers, and there used to be just one line, and now they just got enough a couple of the more geography. <laughs> yeah. Let's go here. What do you got? No, it's too funny. That, no, I was just gonna tell you when I was telling the guy before you, I said, yeah, Michigan drivers are slow, but it's due to those Amish people driving their buggies. So, oh, uh, God, I forgot about the Amish people. I didn't know there, yeah. I didn't know there were uh, Amish people. Thank you, Lisa. We got a break. Yes, they would uh, They would actually provide the Meyer, like the big superstore out there. Like with a super their, Walmart. With their produce. There would be, be a sign there, right? some of the produce said it was uh, uh, given to them by, or sold to them by the local Amish. All right, we got all kinds of people up on the board. We got a break, though. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Live on a Tuesday, it's the Hideout. FN up is back from a mini vacation. Mental health day. Yeah, four days. All right, I got Including couple, the weekend. A couple things I want to get to real fast. Apologies if we seemed a little rushed, but we got a lot of show to fit in tonight. Uh, we'll go to Scott in the 321. What's up, Scott? What up, guys? Go ahead, dude. Got a pretty interesting little tidbit of Florida driving trivia for you. Okay. Uh, seems the stretch of I-95 that runs out here through mm-hmm. Bernard County is statistically the deadliest stretch in the entire interstate that runs from Florida to Maine. Yeah. Ooh, nice tidbit. Yeah, that's actually a very interesting tidbit. That is what we took all the way down mm-hmm. when, we, uh, when we came down here. Dubs, we got this very nice thing from uh, Terry here. Says, you guys cracked me up. Been working for over 12 hours today. I want to let you know how much I appreciate your show. I was laughing my ass off when you guys were talking about your cold sore, canker sore. And my boss was uh, yelling at me that I was that I was having too much fun. Keep up the good work. 
work. Love you, Hefe. Dub sucks. What? Thanks, Terry. What about the gang? Terry's mass. There is no gang. Screw her, then. Beat it. Um, <laughs> all right. Should I put this stuff on on the air? If you want to. Doesn't it burn really bad? Yeah, I figured it'd be good. Is to it going to burn? I'd assume it is. How do you put it on? I got to put it on Q-tips. I got to, like... I mean, he couldn't get easy stuff that I could just apply. That's something eat through your hand, otherwise. Yeah, so I got to, like... It's Colgate or a base. Oh, this doesn't look good. Oh, it has Q-tips. Oh, wonderful. I was yelling at him to get me some. I guess we have some already. All right, I'll put this on in a little bit, and you can hear me scream in agony. <laughs> you puss. Come on, bro. Is that the one he put vinegar in, Matt? <laughs> this looks really intimidating. Real fast, Amber in the 407, then I'll get to the other thing I want to share with you guys. What's up, Amber? Uh, yes, I was just wondering if you could put on the air. We have a missing girl that's almost 18 years old. Um, she was missing. Her parents talked to her last about 7.30 last night. Mm-hmm. And um, she drives a white 2005 F-150, and it's got the gold on the, uh, uh, the very bottom. All right, hold on a second. Before Now, I don't know. Have you this, reported this? Yeah, have you yes, gone to the cops? But, yes, and they talked to the cops last night, and they just talked to the cops again. But what they're saying Don't you have to wait 24 that, hours? Well, no, they were looking for her, but you can't report her kidnapped because technically she was consensually with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and... Even though her parents own the car and she doesn't own it, she's been given permission to drive it on a daily basis, so they can't report the car stolen. All right, so she has, do you think she's run away with her boyfriend, or you think that she yeah, has? Yeah, well, we've had different reports all day long. Some of her friends have talked to her and said that she was in Tennessee. She had promised to come home around 2 o'clock this afternoon and told her mom that she was off of Cimarron Boulevard somewhere. They made a big cash withdrawal out of her checking and savings um, last night. Mm-hmm. But another friend called and said that she had talked to her and said she was in Tennessee. So then yeah. we just got a phone call citing them at um, a lake here in Orange do you have County. Her, do you have her phone number? Can we call her? Um, it goes straight to her voicemail. And, and uh, what, what does the girl look like? She's about 4'11", mm-hmm. um, blonde hair to her shoulders, Okay. a, a little chunky. Um, That's going to make it I rough to a, find her. I'm going to be honest, if you aren't really thin, blonde, and in uh, in some foreign foreign island, yeah. they aren't going to yeah. really care. But can I give your can I give her sure. your her license plate number? No, no. Actually, actually, we can't give that out until okay. there's an official police thing. Yeah, for it. as soon as there's an official news story or something. Otherwise, I don't know what's going on. I right, hold on though. We'll get her phone number and try to call her. Yeah. All right, hold on. Thanks, Amber, for the alert. Ironic. <laughs> Matt, get that first one to find her license plate wins a prize pack. Honk twice. Do you guys like Bernie Mac? <laughs> uh, all right, Dubs, here's the other thing I wanted to get to in this segment. Deadliest animal. Okay. What do you think it is? For my pure, uh, pure morbid fear of it, I'll say the snake. Snake is, all right, as far as the United States goes, Dubs, mm-hmm. average animal-related fatalities... This is during the 90s. Okay. Here, Here's what we got up for tabs. Sharks, alligators, dogs, snakes, deer, mountain lions. No bears. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you think is the deadliest? You say snakes? I say snakes. Tommy? 
I think I know the answer. I think I read it recently. I was shocked when I, I was shocked when I heard it, and then all of a sudden it made a ton of sense. Especially considering all the driving talk that we're uh, throwing out there. Mm-hmm. It's deer. Deer, the deadliest. 130 fatalities per year. Yeah, well, I, it happens all the time where uh, there's big hunting season and everything. When those deer are getting uh, kind of chased out of their, their woods, they run across the road. People swerve for, away from them or hit them dead on, and uh, you can get into a bad car accident. Uh, it's shocking on how much damage a deer does to your car. I'm a knock on wood. I have had so many deer run in front of me. It mm-hmm. happened well, I'm in Michigan. Boy, it was bad. But when I was coming back from Naples a uh, weekend before last, there was one sitting right on the side of the road on 75. It just eaten and ready to dash. And I saw it. I saw the glimmer of the eye, and I slowed down. But otherwise, man, that stuff, those things are dangerous. I've seen so many people that, like, see the deer swerve away from it and don't realize that there's another deer behind it running with it. And they run right into that one. Well, you have that. You have. I was always told when I first went to Michigan because I asked about deer. Mm-hmm. They say don't swerve. Insurance yeah. won't cover you if you swerve. Yeah, you if got, you swerve out and hit a tree or something, just hit the animal. They say hit the animal, and a lot of times it'll total your car out, but insurance will keep it up. And that won't be as damaging to you personally, probably, as if you swerved off and hit a tree. But those deer are intense. Yeah, the deer have gives. Uh, trees don't. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Sharks, 0.4 fatalities a year. Alligators, 0.3. That might be up now. It may be up, considering the last six weeks that we've had in Central Florida. Dogs, 18. Yes. Funny thing about dogs, um, I I have bought a dog toy now, and uh, I call it Baby. So whenever whenever she's playing with him, chewing it, going crazy, I'm like, get the baby. Get the baby. Now, doesn't your dog have another thing it does, too? Barks at black people. You have a racist dog. Yes. That's every dog, though. No, I don't there, think it is. I think I think it's... I think it's you two. No. No. I have only had this dog for two months. I, have, I haven't been able to train it properly yet. What do you mean? I've only I've only first got his first baby toy. Hmm. Chocolate baby? Hmm. See, this is a problem. How many lawn jockeys has it attacked? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, speaking of, I want to talk about this next. So I for some reason I woke up at three thirty this morning and I go downstairs to do a little prep for the show. There I see Matt Albert sprawled out on my <laughs> recliner. Mm-hmm. I know exactly that visual yeah. just from that description. In his, in his boxer shorts and his sleeveless shirt, <sighs> watching Amistad. <laughs> and immediately goes, I'm going to hate white people for the next week. What movie do you watch that makes you angry? Have you ever seen a movie when you've left it, you've come out of the theater, maybe you just get done watching it on HBO? That literally pisses you off. Maybe because it sucked, but more than likely because of the content of the movie. Well, I've only walked out of one movie at the theater because it sucked, and that was Mafia. But um, actual content making you mad and angry getting to you to that point. Think about it. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. What movie pisses you off? Like you watch and you just walked out of there just furious. Matt, that was you this morning when we were watching Amistad? Yeah. As soon as I 
the movie was over, I was just like, I have to go to bed. Because if I stay up and think about this, I'm going to be up all day just wanting to hit somebody. Amistad being the Steven Spielberg movie uh, about some uh, slaves in the, I guess, Middle Passage that I get, get transferred over and take over their ship and then their trial and this, that, and the other. See, I've never seen the movie. Yeah, it's really... Ooh, it's depressing. Boy, it's it's intense. Some of those scenes, too, man. Like, there's one scene where they've got to get rid of the cargo, because the ship's a little too heavy, I suppose. No, they were running out of uh, food, and they had to get rid of the cargo so they wouldn't have to feed them. So they would chain them up and literally push them just over the edge of the ocean. In my hometown, Fallville, Michigan, I never rented it because it was always in the comedy section. See, I don't understand why. That's an issue. That's Fowlerville, and that explains a lot about you, Doug. Mm. Here are a couple movies that I left pissed off. Fahrenheit 9-11. Yeah. Oh, me and you went and saw that opening day. And we were so angry. And we were like, everybody needs to watch this. We're going to put together a screening for the hideout. I was angry because of that liar Michael Moore. And the listeners. <laughs> for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fair and Lies. Mm-hmm. 9-11. Then there was... Um, why we fight the corporate... A lot of documentaries supersize me, I think, is one, too. Any movie where I'm yelling at the screen, like, shut up, don't don't say another word. Like Just like when we're, we're uh, doing the uh, the, the uh, To Catch Predator clips, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, that movie Bully, when you're just telling the people, please, just stop talking. Stop telling people about the crime you committed. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I understand that. For me, I think it's a lot of racial movies. I don't know if white folks get so upset. Like, at racial... You know what I mean? Like, Malcolm X is another one, too, where I'm just, like, angry afterwards. Well, I'm angry at the black people that turned against him. He was trying to do good, and then just because Elijah was crooked, and they just turn on him. But one movie I hate, Mississippi Burning, because... All of those guys only got like 10 years, and mm-hmm. some of them only uh, got suspended s- sentences. Is that for you, Dubs? Is that another comedy in Fowlerville? That's what it, what section it was in. It was actually in Feel Good. I thought that was a musical. Um, There's like a smiley face on it. It was e- Eddie's choice. Evil Eye says, movie that pisses me off, American History X. Only because uh, they did everything, you know, trying to fix those racist asses, and it gets ruined at the end when the black kid shoots the white boy in the back. You know, that, that I could see pissing people off. You know, there's they're trying to make uh, bridges, and then it just gets split further at the end. It just signifies that. Wait, you're talking about the shower scene. Yeah. <laughs> that was unity right there. All right. They were separating something. <laughs> Been there. Uh... All right, Dubs, you want me to put on this aura base? Yeah. Because it's killing me. I need to have my dinner. Misfit Matt mentions the Matrix trilogies. He's an <laughs> ass. I hate him. It's a great movie. Mm. All right, it tells me, Dubs, mm-hmm. that I need to suave. I need to dry off this canker sore with one end of the Q-tip. Mm-hmm. And then put the medicine that's our held. Here's what it says. Drip two drops of the liquid onto the small end of the swab. Pull lip or cheek away from mouth sore. Dry mouth sore by gently dabbing with large end of the swab. Ouch. Then rotate in hand so small end is facing mouth. Dab small end of swab with mouth sore for no more than a second. Dab a second time if needed. 
Do not release the lip or the cheek for at least five seconds. Oh, this sounds way too complicated. All right, so pull the lip out. First, I gotta I gotta dab. I gotta put the, the dab on here. Yeah, because you gotta do it in like almost one fluid motion. All right, so the dab on the small end. And the big end is to dry it. One, two. Oh boy, I put, I put three. Ooh. Well, it's gonna, That's gonna kill you. Tim in the four hundred seven. What's up, Tim? Hi, how you guys doing? Go ahead, brother. Uh, the movie that pisses me off the most is Higher Learning. Why does it make you mad? Well, I remember distinctly when I went to see the movie, I was actually one of the only white guys in the theater. Uh, I see, and then you're and, leaving and everybody's calling you Remy? Yeah, well, I actually remember at the end when he shot himself. Yeah. yeah. The entire crowd erupted in cheers. Yeah. And I was the only one not cheering. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. You were, you were, no, I get you. You were cheering for the uh, racist guy. I just like Michael Rappaport. All right, here we go. You ready, Dubs? Yep, let's dab it. Oh, that's the dry side, too. Yeah, that's just drying it off. All right, you're dabbing it, drying it. It's still uh, pulled out. My canker sore. Huh. Oh, damn. Keep on drying it. Now, one second. There you go. Oh. All right, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five, one thousand. Oh, you can so let go right. of your lip now. Oh. Uh. What? What did it feel like? Something poking into it or burning? Oh, Oh, what a cost! Oh! Son of a bitch! Is it numbing at all, or is it just still just painful? It's like I put one of those, like, thumbtacks in there. That ain't right. What is this aura-based crap? Where's Napier? Can't get something easy, man. Something pleasant that feels like uh, like pillows are bouncing against it. Easy and easy dry in applied directions. Now that's his hair gel. Oh my god! Stupid metrosexual hair of his. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts worse now than it did before. Uh, I gotta go home, dude. I'm that's out. your answer for everything, lightly. I'm out, bitch. <laughs> 5,000. Man, that burns, brother. Is it still burning, or yeah, is it... Yeah, it feels like it's inflamed. It probably is. It feels like I have some dip down there now, like some chew, like it's engorged. You know, that's the funny thing about chew and uh, stuff like that. That's when I used to get it, was when I would chew, and I used to get these little sores down there. And four years after I stopped uh, dipping, they could still tell when I went to the dentist that I used to dip. You it, dipped? Yeah, uh, my freshman year of high school. Aren't you a cool guy? I know. 14-year-old. Well, our whole wrestling team did it. What? Mm-hmm. Bunch of losers. Oh, man, that's intense. That really is killing me. See, people are saying canker would have worked better because it just numbs it. This isn't doing anything. I hate you, Napier. I'm glad that girl doesn't like you. I guess our intern... Heart, heart, had a fallout with a girl? He's heartbroken from over the weekend. I guess some girl decided she wasn't into him. <laughs> That's a shocker. She heard him on the mixtapes. I guess. Oh, do we? All right. We there's so much we still got to do. What do you mind getting to next here? All right. Let me tell you about X Men. I went to go see it over the weekend. This thing grossed insane amounts of money. Not a single one of us had it in our top five for the summer blockbusters, and I think we're screwed. 
It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hour two on a Tuesday night. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Scott in the 407. What's up, Scott? Hey, buddy. Go ahead. He's such a pussy about this whole canker sore thing. Dude, it kills, man. It makes me angry. It's sitting there on my inner part of my lip, and I just... Like, my mouth hurts. I want to punch things. He does have a point, though. It is just a canker sore. No, F no, you guys. Right. What? My, my wife works the trail. She has 15, 16 of these things in her mouth at one given time. I mean, she don't whine as much as you. All right. Wife's a whore. <laughs> hey. He didn't say that. All right, Dubs. Uh, big holiday weekend? Yes. Memorial Day weekend? I had a nice, relaxing weekend. Very good. I'm happy. And uh, for you. the best part of the weekend was, and I'm not BSing at all because they come in here and are very good to us. The Predators game. I did watch the end of that Predators that game. That was amazing. Yeah, I um, it's Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and that was a very, very good game. Right down to the end. Yeah, I was on the edge of my seat watching that game. It was I I. You know what's funny? I went to go watch it earlier in the day, mm-hmm. and golf was on. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? So I ended up going and doing running some errands. And come, I came back in time for the fourth quarter and saw the end of the fourth quarter. And the uh, you know, the drive at the end where the guy, Hamilton, gets it to, I believe it was Dudley, yeah, who uh, scored the touchdown when the guy fell down. And from there, the drive all the way across the field, Last play, our boy uh, Marlon Moy Moore. Big sack. Had a very big play in that. And, of course, you know, James and the rest of the guys. So congratulations to the Predators heading on to Dallas, I believe, mm-hmm. this weekend to take the uh, take on the Desperados. But that was a lot of fun. Then on Monday I went to the movies. Now, we had this little bet going on here in the hideout as to what's going to be the biggest summer movie. We each put in $10 into the pot. And, you know, whoever has the biggest domestic gross... We'll end up winning. Well, I look at this, and I decided I'm going to go see X-Men uh, 3, The Last Stand. I really liked the first three, mo- first two movies, mm-hmm. and my chick wanted to go see it, so I'm like, all right, that's cool. We decided we're going to go to the Altamont Mall, 245 show on Monday, yesterday. Get there at around 2.30, sold out. Already sold out, and from my, what I understand, sold out all weekend, Second biggest Friday opening ever. Ever. Behind Star Wars Episode Three, Wow. Which was the last one. The final one. So I'm thinking, oh, jeez. So then from there, we decided, all right, we'll, we'll stick around and watch the 3.30 movie. 3.30 movie, we're in there early. We've got our, you know, popcorn and water ready for the movie to start. And <clears throat> the guy comes in with a microphone, says, everybody squish together, move to the center of the, uh, uh, center of the aisle. Uh, yeah, I hate that. I hate when they... I'm uh, like, I got here early to make sure I got an aisle seat. I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. People around me can move, but I'm not moving. I will thank him for this, though. He said, make sure you stick around after the credits. There's something you won't want to miss. I heard about that, too. Which was, thank goodness for that. So regardless, I, I see this X-Men 3. I got to say I'm mixed on it. I like the first two, and this third one was okay, it wasn't great. Wasn't there a new uh, director on it? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't even think it was the director. I think it more than anything else, it was the writer. I believe they honestly thought maybe this is going to be the last one. So they tried to squeeze in about five plot lines in an hour and 45 minutes. And they just couldn't decide where they wanted to go. 
Special effects, badass. Of course. Hugh- I, I'm not even impressed with the uh, special effects anymore. Hugh Jackman seemed a little off. He didn't seem as like as good as a, of a Wolverine this go around. I've only seen like the first half of the first one. And I'll say this too about X Men. I mean, I know it's got Halle Berry, but she's kind of like, eh, whatever she's anymore. Over. Right. It's lacking hot chicks because even Rebecca Romaine mm-hmm. in that blue suit looks stupid. There's one part where she's nude, but you don't see everything. Mm-hmm. And even then, she looks a little bit pudgy. So there are no really hot chicks in the movie. But I'll tell you this, X-Men, Last Stand, $120 million over the weekend. Yeah, I, I got the uh, the uh, update on Sunday and how well it was doing, and I was amazed. I did not see that one coming as the big, big movie. I didn't either. I didn't. Think, I knew it would be big, but I didn't know it was going to be $120 million no. opening weekend. I don't day. think anybody saw that coming. So no, None of us did, if you look at our top five that we chose for the summer blockbusters, because none of us picked it. Now, I'll tell you a movie that I'm worried about. I thought I had a solid pick with my Cars selection. Pixar, Summer, NASCAR, Children's Flick. It has all the rights, like, perfect formula. Mm -hmm. Well, Tommy did well with his. uh, He's still in the lead because nobody picked X-Men 3 with his Da Vinci Code. However, I saw the preview for Superman. I tell you. Superman looks badass. And that is my movie. I am not a Superman guy, because I'm not really even a comic book guy. Well, you go see all the comic book movies. I've I'm never not... seen anybody more into comic book movies than you, but I... I was never... But I'm not a comic book guy. Like, I never read comic books growing up, really. But still, you'd be, I would think you'd be uh, excited for Superman, because you love the, uh, the X-Men movies, you love the Spider-Man movies, you like the Batman movies. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I guess I do like the comic book movies. But regardless, this this Superman looks badass. And that's where I was going at it. Superman is the superhero. He is the benchmark for anything. And uh, children are going to go see it. Adults are going to go see it over and over again. They were into Superman as a kid. It it is going to do very well no matter what. And I'll tell you this. In this post-9-11 world Mm -hmm. that the Bush administration constantly reminds that we're living in, the thing about Superman is I think it's going to play off a little bit of that where the need and want for a superhero that could save a plane that's fallen out of the sky, you know, stuff like that. I think that people are really going to want to get into something like that. So for that reason alone, too, I think that's part of why the Spider-Mans are so big. The Superman looks awesome, and Kevin Spacey is just going to be money in it. Now, the the only one that I would uh, pick above it, and I wish it was coming out this summer, but I guess not. I haven't seen the previews for it, is... Uh... Vinny Chase and Aquaman. I think that one is going to be bigger. So moving on here in the hideout on Roll Radio 104.1. Matt Albert chose Pirates of the Caribbean, the Mm -hmm. second one. Dead Man's Chest. That one will do well. Chunks chose World Trade Center. Not sure why, but he picked it. Uh, This one I will go see because it looks like it's more of an ode to the firefighters and policemen who served on 9-11 than it is kind of a rah-rah movie you know what i mean to me united 83 i don't know it, it just didn't we didn't have the facts whatever but this world trade center it looks good it looks like it's gonna do uh do well um i don't think it's gonna be the top movie of the of the year it's got one really big thing going for it, and that's nick cage not enough and then i chose uh cars 
I still think I got a pretty uh, pretty good advantage, but Superman's going to be way up there, bro. The problem with uh, Cars, it's just so diluted right now with all the other Pixar type movies coming out. Nah, I, it's it's got, and you already see they're rolling out the product placement. I mean, Seven Eleven, you can get your cars, pins. You're you, doing I think, the same stuff for Over the Hedge. I think you can also get it too in your favorite Happy Meal or whatever. I guarantee it does at least as well as Larry the Cable Guy's other blockbuster movie, Health Inspector. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget, he's in it. Clover Burnout in the 321 what? here in the hideout. What's up, dope? Uh, hey, man, I just wanted to say that uh, Ghost Rider flick looks really good, man. I did, and, uh, I've not seen anything about that one. Oh, they didn't play the preview when you saw X-Men 3? No, I didn't I didn't see I don't know. Maybe I went to go hit the uh, hit the restroom at that point, but I didn't see that. Oh, it's got Nick Cage playing Ghost Rider, man. Oh, another Nick Cage. Damn it. Did you like X-Men or no? No. X-Men 3, me and uh, three of my friends went because my older brother drove out here from New Smyrna, and all five of us left that movie theater ticked off. (laughs) I just, it it seemed like there were way too many places it was trying to go, and it never got to really any one of them. Yeah, you should probably go to the Da Vinci Code if you want to see a great movie. Da Vinci Code did well. It took in another $43 That's that's huge considering the weekend that it had last weekend. Mm-hmm. I still think everyone should go see it two or three times, at least. I everyone saw it here twice. should go see it. Go see it a third time. I'll go run it. I'll no, wait for it go to come. see it while it's in in the theater. That's how you get the whole full experience. No, you. That's easily one you could rent or get on. No, pay-per-view. it's not. It's one you have to see right now. Everyone in here has better have seen it. How many times have you seen it, Tommy? Matt, what were you going to say? Da Vinci Code gets your herpes. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Matt in the 863, you're in the hideout. I'm sorry, Justin in the 863. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yep. Um, just letting you know, uh, there's a couple of uh, good comic movies coming out. You're talking about patriotism, but there's a uh, Captain America movie that's in the works. Oh, wow. Who's, yeah, that'll do well. Who's playing Captain America? Uh, they Nick don't Cage? have, uh, pretty much there's Captain America and, and Ant-Man, and they don't have anything yet, but they're in pre-production. They're guaranteed to happen. I think they're just working out all the kinks and everything. Hmm. I right. say go get Vinny Chase for it. All right. Thank you, Justin. I meant both of you. Mm-hmm. All right, another movie real fast that The Omen looks pretty good, too. That's coming out on 666. Did you see where people now are trying to induce labor Bef- so, uh, before, so that their child isn't born on uh, the 6th of June, 2006? I don't understand why people put that much stock into a day. That number is drilled into your head if you're a person of faith of mm-hmm. it being an evil number. Yeah, I guess there's this one chick who uh, is really into the movie. Yeah. You know, the first one, and is excited about the remake, but then she got her dude date and she goes, oh my god. I'm giving birth to Damien from The Omen. Every day I wake up feeling that something bad will happen. I'm terrified that the birth will go wrong or the child will have evil in him or her. Or even worse, my beautiful baby could be the devil himself, the Antichrist. There's only one way to make sure that uh, you do not have that evil baby if you're having it on 666, and that is to binge drink all the way up till then. And I say that will clear out any evil. So make sure you do a lot of shots of tequila and uh, bourbon. And trampolines. You may want to get on a trampoline if you want to induce labor. I'll tell you. Stupid woman shouldn't be allowed to have the kid. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. This person's going to be a mom. Mm -hmm. She's worried about 666, and she's going to be a mother. Well, the reason he got expelled from school is not my fault. He was born on 666. He was was born to be evil. 0606-2006, but whatever. It's 666. I'm a dumb whore. (laughs) 
I mean, yeah, there's only there's uh, plenty of other birthdays that have three sixes in the number. Would you even care? I mean, would you? Would this matter to you if your kid was? No. Why would I care? I would think it was cool. I would too, but we're, I don't know if we're but, like you, the majority of people. You know, I, we're in the hideout. I, but I wouldn't think it was evil no matter what. There wasn't, there'd be no way that I think a day is that evil. How many kids do you think would be born on that day, Toe? You gotta think all over the world. What, 10,000 is that? 666 are gonna be born that day. <laughs> How many children are born in a given day? Do, 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 I'm sure there's a statistic for that. Has to be. Like, how many new people come into this world every single day? I'm guessing 10,000. Worldwide? That's a lot, man. I don't think... But there's, a, there's equally as many dying. Really? Yeah, I would think so. Over the the whole world? I think it's... I don't know if it's really working out like that. You really trying to piss me off? What? Mike in the 321 year in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Hey, man, I, I just wanted to let you know, my, my wife and my son are both born on 6-6. On six, six. My, my son was born in 2000, but I think you guys should have a big-ass party. <laughs> All right, you're driving me insane. Not at that. It was an idea we had a month ago. Mm-hmm. Never went through. And it failed. Guess where it died? I'll give you two guesses. We call it the cemetery. Or the third floor. Yeah. Oops. Where great ideas go to die. <laughs> the third floor. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Tell you this though, Dubs, end times. We're in the end times, my friend. Why would you say that? Because hurricanes. Yes. Earthquakes. Yes. Disease. Yes. Six six six. The uh-huh. Antichrist will be born, and then how long does the Antichrist live? Like, I think it goes up to like its thirty third year, and then they're just like Jesus. It ends up, uh, you know, that's when it turns on the world in its 33rd year. So I believe we're all slated to die in 2039. Would that be right? That's plenty of time for me to live. <coughs> yeah, I'd be I happy. Have no problem. I'd be happy if I made it that long. I'm not going to lie. The way my ass and mouth are going. That's odd that that's the two uh, places that it's uh, really messing up on you. That proves you're a bottom. <laughs> Maybe if I didn't use them so much. <laughs> Installs. Sarah in the 407 year in the hideout. What's up, Sarah? Hey, I have a story about a crazy lady that actually, okay, I used to sell cars Mm -hmm. and I sold this car to this woman and she was happy with it. And then a week later, she realized that the vehicle identification number actually had a 666 in a row and she came and brought the car back and didn't want did you tell her hey you stupid bitch uh you bought it you can't bring it back because of the vin number yeah i told i told her that she should be happy because she'd be able to look at her blind spot by turning her head all the way around (laughs) nice throwing a little joke there i like that it's a hideout real radio i have the number of births per day dubs yeah tell you next it's a hideout real radio 104.1 Talking 666 in the hideout. Week from the night, Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, look at this. Maybe there's a little something to it. Yeah? Something to the evil? On uh, celebrating, I guess, a birthday this 666, none other than Freddy Krueger himself. Robert England? Mr. Robert England. He was born on the 6th. June 6th, 1949. That is fitting. It's perfect. All the rest of these uh, quote-unquote celebrities, never heard of them. 
Well, there's another scary, scary person on there, Sandra Bernhardt. Ah, yeah, that's the one Chunks tells me. Mm -hmm. All right, I had no idea. I guess, where'd you find this stat? Someone IM'd it, and then I kind of wrote in the same number. I wrote in births per year, and that's, so it's sort of conflicting, but it's around the same. Hey, it's about the same. All right, Dubs, births per day. I said 10,000. Around the world. You're pretty Mm -hmm. close, Dubs. 353,000. Oh, wow. To be specific, at least according to this, that the boys found, two two separate places. 353,000 of 15 births per day. All right, we got to do something. Because you know how many deaths per day? How many? 158,857. Wow, we're all, we're over doubling. I knew that was happening because we were just growing it at an insane rate. Well, I, I've always known that there was more births than deaths per, today, uh, per day just because of uh, the overpopulating of the world. But I didn't know it was to that degree. we got to start pulling for things like the bird flu. Miscarriages. Oh, yeah. Stair accidents. Just because I need batch material. Sarah in the 407, what's up? Hi, guys. Um, I just was calling. I heard you guys talking about movies, and I don't know who picked what movie, but um, I followed The Da Vinci Code in the theater, and I had no idea what it was. I hadn't read the book, hadn't heard anything about it. You haven't heard anything I, about The Da Vinci Code? I'm sure. No, Where I'm have you been living? <laughs> well, I mean, I had heard the premise of it, but I didn't know to the full extent of um, the Mary Magdalene and all that. I, mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't know all about it, but uh, I love the movie. I thought it was excellent and i think any anybody who is going to go see a movie this summer should go see that world trade center uh um, cars i think you go see cars Superman. Well, hey, is that your movie because i was going to say whoever picked that was world really trade center. stupid damn it all right no oh she found you uh your pick stupid no, it's not stupid and i'll tell you why honey because it's Pixar, because it is... No, she a, called you a retard. A, ch- no, a children's movie? No, it's this reason. Because it's a children's movie, most parents don't have time to sit in the theater with no, their you, 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 you are actually You are actually absolutely wrong there. The children's movies do absolutely well because the parents have to go with the kids. So that bitch off. Next caller. I think she was a great caller. Everyone should go see the Da Vinci Code. That's where we now have our quality bonding time with our children in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. Over some Twizzlers, an Icy, and a large popcorn. That you snuck in. No one buys it from there anymore. I think Cars is a great choice. My mom used to make me uh, fill my pockets with M&Ms before going into the theater. I'm not going to lie to you. I've done it before. Mm -hmm. Fried chicken. I've taken fried chicken... Wrapped That's ridiculous. in napkins into the movie. Another one of my favorite things, too. What are you laughing at, Matt? What? Wasn't it his mom's fried chicken that you t- took in or something? I, well, I take it in fried chicken. He's One of the great things about living uh, where we did before in Silver Spring, there was a quote-unquote ghetto mall mm-hmm. where, no, they didn't care about the rules. They were grilling in there. <laughs> so, yeah, the foreman grill plugged into the side, passing around some old English. But uh, they they had a food court downstairs, mm-hmm. so I'd go down there and get a slice of pizza and some French fries from the Burger King, and just take it right on up in my backpack and then break it out and just eat it right there. What my mom used to do was uh, bring cans of soda in with us to the uh, to the movie theater, and uh, we would all have to cough at the same time when we opened it, so no one heard us <laughs> cracking the can. <laughs> We were so ghetto and so poor. 
that is too funny. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. It was I, pathetic. I think fried chicken was the worst thing ever. Like, I would take in Chick-fil-A all the time. Macaroni and cheese is mine. And I'd never hamburger. take a macaroni and cheese in there. Hamburger patties, too. Where would you put it? My pocket. How did you keep it warm? Didn't look at look, look at the thighs. Yeah, yeah that's on. what I was gonna say. It's fat thighs. That friction there can keep anything warm. That's a that's a personal bacon oven right there. I think Heffy's gonna win this weight loss challenge. I tried to get someone in the room over there to work out with me twice over the weekend. He's like, I don't feel like doing cardio. I'll do it Monday. <laughs> and I go, I bet Heffy's doing it. He's like, Nah, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll do it. Did Monday you do it? or Tuesday? Did you do the cardio today? Yeah. How much? Took the weekend off. Uh, about 38 minutes. <laughs> you haven't even started yet. How did you take the weekend off? I started majority of last, well. By the way, my calf, I think I'm now about 95%. Yeah? At this point, I think it's just mental. Afraid to get back out there on the basketball court and tear it again. Lewis in the 407. What's up, Lewis? Yo, yeah. How can you choose cars as something that's going to win? It's going to be the top-grossing film of the freaking summer, bro. I, I don't Keep believe that. Keep telling yourself that. Keep to look. Anything with Larry the Cable Guy is going to fail. It's my Anything with Larry the Cable Guy is a hit, dude. No. Larry asses. is poison. You asses. This is going to be huge. All right, what do we want to do next? There's so much to get done. Well, we have a lot of audio we can do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you want to do the Dr. Phil stuff next? I would love to. You don't think we should wait till after 10? No. <laughs> This is on Dr. Phil, for God's sakes. It seems it seems like it's kind of over. And I over-beeped it. I beeped uh, stuff that Dr. Phil let fly. Horse is dead. All right, maybe we'll come back with that. Another thing we got to get to, too. I guess Napier wants to stunt because a girl that he was interested in didn't like him. He should be stunning 10,000 times over, then. It was his mom. Yeah. I... Uh, do you want to uh, do you want to run one of these clips of Doctor Phil? I get ah oh boy. This is a clip we played up front, so. Oh, that was the most disturbing one. Please tell me that's the most disturbing of all. Ah, uh, yeah, that's basically that. That really gets hardcore right off the get go. Because that one was a little intense. That's the one where the IMs just started <laughs> flying. All right, K Mike says the only way cars can get better is if it had carrot top. Agreed. <laughs> that I completely wholeheartedly agree with. Yeah, crossing chairman of the board with health inspector. Wow. That's Maybe a, a hybrid win. there. Why isn't that a double feature now? I'll say that. That should be a double feature at every AMC. All right, we'll take a break, come back. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about other than that, too, Dubs, the Dr. Phil stuff. I may want to hold off just a little bit longer on that one. Don't be scared. I'm not scared. <laughs> I ain't scared. We'll be somebody next in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Tuesday night with the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. And star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. So uh, before we get to that audio, Dubs, we need to do an update with Chonks. Mm-hmm. And what happened when he laid into the uh, to the third floor. Yeah, that happened uh, Thursday afternoon. He went a little off. Yeah, Thursday evening yeah. on Thursday night episode, and he went nuts. So we will uh, we'll get an update there. Hey, I've heard of stupid things being said before, like foot and mouth. Real fast, just because we were talking about movies. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I guess there's a show called The Insider, and it's just one of those celebrity news magazine kind of shows. And one of the reporters asked Jennifer Aniston. At the premiere of her movie, mm-hmm. The Breakup, 
with uh, Vince Vaughn, which looks entertaining. I always like something with Vince Vaughn. He's funny. Uh, the reporter asked Jennifer Aniston, what was your worst breakup ever? <laughs> and you think the ins- it was it the person from The Insider? Yes. You think the insider who uh, specializes in these uh, these celebrity uh, stupid things would would know that that is the worst breakup? Oh well, there was Jimmy Darren in the seventh grade after the fall formal, or maybe I don't know Brad Pitt. You bitch. <laughs> maybe you heard of that one before. Maybe you've sold a few advertising dollars off of that whole escapade. I wonder if uh, C word. I wonder if Magic Johnson was on the red carpet. They would ask him how. The, what, what's the sickest he's ever been? Oh, <laughs> all right, inappropriate. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Inappropriate. Susan Smith, uh, how how are your kids doing today? Well, there was this one time that only Dennis Rodman would guard me. <laughs> so I think that would probably go back to the sickest that I've ever been. Stephen Hawking, Stephen Hawking, what's your favorite slow song to dance to? All these inappropriate, just as inappropriate <laughs> as asking Jennifer Aniston, hey, what's your worst breakup? All right, 407-916-1041, I don't know if you guys can think of anything even more inappropriate than that. I'll give you a prize if you can. Dick Clark, Dick Clark, how do you like karaoke? Play that audio so people can remember who Dick Clark was, who he is now. Him stroking out at the New Year's. He'd already stroked out, but him trying to make that comeback in the New Year's Eve. The New Year's Rockin' Eve. Ooh, man. Stephen Hawking, Stephen Hawking, do you like long walks on the beach? <laughs> What's the most comfortable shoe? Dick, you do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on 20 seconds. 30 seconds. There it goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Oh, what a legend. There we go now. I'd like to hear him do some bone thugs in the army. There it goes. Down she goes. 50, 40, 13, 12, 1, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy 2006. Lisa Marie Presley. Lisa Marie Presley. Uh, what do you get in your father for Father's Day? <laughs> oh, wait. Oops. All right, Bong Swap uh, Matt says, by the way, congratulations to Cover the Sun. They won the e- Emergenza uh, Battle of the Bands. They're the only band to move on from Sunday Night at Backboot. they got a big show oh, coming. Wow. We'll talk about that more in a bit, though. But Bong Swap Matt says, uh, Michael J. Fox, Michael J. Fox, uh, would you like that drink steak, shaken or stirred? Miss <laughs> Kennedy, Miss Kennedy, have you ever been to Dallas? <laughs> All just as inappropriate as the insider asking, Miss Aniston, Miss Aniston, what was your worst breakup ever? Just evil. Not thinking. Do you think she was not thinking, or do you think do you think there was a brain fart moment? And, like, where are you? When it, when it hits, that just uh, sinking feeling comes into her throat, like, oh, man. It could what have a been, dumb question. Could have been Tate Donovan, who she dated. I mean, afterwards, you're just like, oh, did that really happen? <laughs> I wish we could find the audio for that somewhere and just see what Aniston says, because I don't know what she says. I just saw the news story, but I didn't see Aniston's response. 
I hope she called her the C word and spit in her face. <laughs> I'm sure she rolled with it, you know, and was like, well, you know, the, the latest one was probably the worst. That probably, you know, uh, everybody all around it talking about it the whole time probably made the uh, worst one. Excuse me, Ms. Shakur, Ms. Shakur, uh, when's Tupac's next CD coming out? <laughs> well, that's actually a legitimate question. You're right. What did he get you for Mother's Day? How about that one? Miranda in the 407, you're in the hideout. Ladies first, what's going on, Miranda? Sinead O'Connor, how was math on Sunday? <laughs> All right, that's a good one. Uh, Miss O'Connor, very good, Miranda. You know what? I'm going to give her a prize for coming up with something. Good job, Miranda. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Favorite hairstyle for her, maybe a good one. Oh. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Peterson, Mr. Scott Peterson, what did you get Lacey for Mother's Day? Oh. So, anyway, I just thought that was uh, fascinating. Is Melissa Etheridge the one with cancer? What? Who's the one with cancer that uh, had uh, the chemo? Sure, why not? Her. No, I don't think it was. I don't think Melissa Etheridge had cancer? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, she had uh, a... You don't need an alleged there. It's okay. Remember at the Grammys, she uh, did the the, uh, the song? That's right. Yeah, and she was all bald. Damn it. I, it! Now it's too far to go for a joke, so I'm not going to go there. Go ahead. You can go nope, for can't. it. You, you set I'm it not all going up. To. You set it all Do up. It. Let's just hear it. Let's just hear it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Do not... it. All right. Melissa Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge. Uh, shaving her Hitler mustache. <laughs> What does that even have to do with cancer? Well, she uh. probably loses that hair down there, too. God! What an, <laughs> what an incredibly long way. Are you kidding? Miss <laughs> Mathers, Miss Mathers, how was the anniversary? Oh, you and Eminem broke up. Sorry. I'm going to send everyone on the IM. You can't read it on air, though. Why not? All right, 407 It's pretty good. You're right. I can't read it on the air. Can you clean it up? Nah. No, I sent it to you. Yeah, I don't know if that one can be said. <laughs> I'll just say it's about, it's about Drew Garabo. Uh... Otherwise, you can just fill in the blank. <laughs> he's not even reading it. He's laughing. You want to come here and look at it? I know. I bet I know. Come on over. Let me see. Uh. <laughs> Tell Bill McKinney they're badass. <laughs> Jess in the 386, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jess? I got a good one for you. Uh-huh. It goes, hey, Mr. Spade, when's the next movie you're going to do with Chris Farley coming out? Aw, oops, I'm sorry. He died of an overdose. Our apologies. Uh, Sean in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sean? Hey, guys, love the show. Thank you, bro. I had two. One, ask Sonny Bono what trail he likes to ski now. Uh, he's dead, though, so you may ask Cher. You may want to ask Cher. Maybe one ask of the. <laughs> ask his fat daughter's son if she or wants to go skiing. Lance with. Armstrong? Mm-hmm. How, how the boys hanging? Ooh, all right, you know, yeah, you, a good one. you get a prize for that one. <laughs> Hold on, Sean. That was very. Douche chill. Sean's a winner, too. How's it hanging? Literally it. Oh, dude, that's or lack thereof. That's that's horrible. Somebody was trying to get Evil Eye was trying to get me one on that whole angle. 
boy. <laughs> All right, here's an awful one. People like the Mother's Day thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Simpson. How was Mother's Day? Ouch. 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 Can you swim? Okay, come on. <laughs> He's dead. It doesn't work if they're dead. They got to be alive. Wow, two Kennedy jokes from Matt Albert. No kidding. Mm-hmm. He's taking them down a peg, isn't he? Look at him, getting over on the Kennedys. He can barely stop. He's laughing at his own jokes, though. Screen the phone call, you ass. Just listen to him. He's just sitting there smiling so proud. What do you want to say about I made a Kennedy joke. Hey, Matt Kennedy. Captain Orlando in the 407. What's up, Captain? Hello, boys. Hello, boys. How about this one? Mr. Jackson, Mr. Michael Jackson, any advice for young people? Anything you'd like to say to kids? Oh, would you like to be a mentor? Actually, he would actually give an honest response to that. I love the children. I heard he visited an orphanage like in China or something. They'll still have him. He gave a press conference from there. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, I guess he was giving a press conference from an orphanage. What was he saying? What could he have possibly had to say? So anyway, sure. How about the how about the uh, cancer kid that uh, he supposedly molested? Hey, cancer kid. Hey, cancer kid. Uh, worst sexual experience. That would be a <laughs> that'd be a bad one. Douche chill. <laughs> so how'd you lose your virginity? <laughs> Douche chill. Hey, how's the butt? All right. Why take it to the extra level, dude? Chuck, 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 Sean in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sean? Miss Holloway, Miss Holloway, how did Natalie like Aruba? Oh, dude. That's way too soon. Way too soon. And you're a winner. I'm telling you, though, it's inappropriate stuff, just like what was your worst breakup ever, Miss Aniston? Oh, boy, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. So Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, coming up, we'll get an update on Chunks and him yelling at uh, the sales staff and what happened to him. Got an update from Napier, too, about some girl that doesn't like him. He's our intern. So much other stuff to get to, too. Told you we had a lot of shows squeeze in tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, though, the big discussion is on... The insider asking Jennifer Anister, Aniston, Aniston, about her worst breakup ever. <laughs> Not knowing. By the way, I guess the Brad Jelena gave birth over the weekend. Yeah. Oh wow. Who cares? That kind of went. You know. I don't know, man. Go. That one seems like a big one. More than see, the Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes one seems fabricated. It always seemed a little fake. Mm-hmm. But this one seems more legit. They gave it a weird name, too. Yeah, I bet it's going to be hot. It's a, it's a girl. You know, it's just going to be probably so hot. I bet Brad Pitt would want to date it. Oh, that's different audio. Yeah, that's different. That's the Dr. Phil stuff. Sorry. All right, Dubs, somebody had one on the board, but I guess they hung up ashamed. What was it? Um, This one's awful. This wasn't me. This was a caller. Bill in the 407. Mr. Shiva, Mr. Shiva, what's your favorite vegetable? <laughs> Again, we're talking inappropriate, inappropriate questions to ask. What's worse to ask, worst breakup to? Jennifer Aniston or Scott Peterson? Oh, boy. That one was uh, really wrong. 
That was over the top, I'm not going to lie. Let's go to Mike in the 407. What's up, Mike? Uh, what's up, LFA? That's Shiver one I can't get over, dude. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me. I, I wish I could take uh, credit for that one. Shock, that, shock. That's a good one. But I had, uh, what, Mr. R. Kelly, what is your favorite videotape? Oh, it's a yellow one, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> the one that's going to get me sent to prison. What's John in the 407 got? What's up, John? John. Johnny. Uh, no, John. For some reason, he went out. Jeff in the 352, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. This is an incredible topic you got here. Yeah. <laughs> it's classy. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Hey, I got two for you. Okay. Hey, Mr. Bond. Mr. Barry Bonds. Are you tired of people needling you? All right. That's a good one. That actually worked. It's a little clever, but I get it. What's the and, other one? Uh, Mr. Cheney, Mr. Dick Cheney, uh, want to do a shot? <laughs> oh, you know what? You're a winner. Hold on. You got two quality calls. Hold on, Jeff. That's what I'm saying. You guys bring good stuff to the table. Jeff right there may have taken the 352 over the top, over the 407, even though we've had more 407 phone calls. That's pretty strong there. Oh, speaking of bonds, real fast. So he did pass Babe Ruth. Do we have the call on that one? <laughs> I have one over here. Mr. Ramsey, Mr. Ramsey, been to your ba- basement lately? Uh. <laughs> Play that Bonds audio real okay. quick. <laughs> the pitch. Bonds hits one high. Hits it deep. The center. Out of here. 7.15. So there's that one. And uh, here's him talking about passing air. Uh, Passing Ruth. This is my biggest fan base. And this is where I was raised. And this is where uh, my history started. Um, this is where my godfather played, my father played, and this is where I get to play. So this is the. there's nothing better than hitting it here. There's nothing better than doing it in front of these fans. You know, Kruko, Kipe, you know, everybody. It's, it's just great. Why isn't, why isn't Bonds getting more run? Um, I, I think people are... You know, kind of skeptical on the uh, on the steroids and everything, and a lot of people think that taints it. But you know, so what? Wasn't wasn't Ruth a drunkard? The and... drunkardism doesn't really uh, change the way you play. That's not true. It alters your mind. Who knows? Maybe he was uh, some sort of a natural speed freak, and drinking alcohol slowed down the game for him, and he saw the ball better. You don't know. Different things affect people in a different way. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of times these guys will chew tobacco, because it has this soothing effect on them. Yeah, it calms them. And they see the ball better. Isn't Bonds a real bastard, though? I mean, isn't he just Somewhat. notorious for being... Who cares? I mean, I, it's how you play the game, not how you act towards the press. Well, Who just... gives a damn about what the press thinks? You know, you go out there, you're doing your job. You know, Your job isn't to make uh, these, uh, these press people happy. All right, hold on. All right, I got two more. These okay. calls are good. I got to go to these. Mariah in the 407. We got Mariah. Hey, Scott Peterson. We still going fishing this Christmas? Oh, <laughs> God. No. <laughs> All right, that's good stuff. Thank you, Mariah. Oh, it's evil. <laughs> going back to the Jennifer yeah. Anderson. Hey, what's your worst breakup? I have one over here. Mr. Cosby. Mr. Cosby, how's your son? Ah. Uh. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Stop, dude. Can you control yourself? <laughs> that's not funny. That's, that's, I'm ashamed of myself. You should be. Doug in the 407. What's up, Doug? Doug, go ahead. Hello. Is that me? That's you, buddy. Oh, uh, it's John. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. 
I got, I got a horrible one. Mrs. Love, I heard you was getting into modeling. What's your favorite headshot? Ooh, oh. for Courtney Love. Damn, dude. Oh, <laughs> you guys are good. All right, all right 407's taking back over the title with Mariah and uh, John there. So anyway, getting back to Bonds, though, mm-hmm. I don't understand why people aren't giving him his due. I, think, I don't give him his due because I don't like baseball uh, pretty much. So I, I don't. I don't. I'm not into it. Right, let me ask you: greatest sports accomplishment or record of all time? I know you're a football guy. Here's the one to me. For, there are two for me that stick out for football. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the longest field goal ever? Is it 65 yards? 67 yards? 62, isn't it? 63. I, 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 maybe I wanted to say 63. Okay. I think that one's a very, very big record. And the what, the problem with the longest field goal, the variables involved in it, like with uh, it, it's one kick, and it, you know you just have to hit it right with the wind going at your back, and you can get it done. Uh, I I am a bigger fan of like the, what Bonds did, like the longevity of it, and just being successful over and over again. Like the all time rushing title is is a huge one for me. And, uh, I was thinking Tony Dorsett's 99-yard touchdown run on Monday Night Football, but then I'm a Cowboys fan. That's one of my earliest memories. Well, you're a Cowboys fan, and that, that should. Uh, Emmett Smith is the holder of the the, the record right now. And that one didn't mean a lot to me. I don't know why. All right, what's bigger, the home run record, or like Cy Young's win total? I know you're not a baseball guy, but he won like 500 something games. The next closest person I think is Nolan Ryan. I'd have to say Cy Young. That's a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. It was a different game back then, though. Home run but, record's big. It doesn't mean that the uh, the accomplishment isn't any bigger. All right, if you're into, like, longevity, what do you think about Cal Ripken's consecutive games played streak? See, I, I enjoy that one just because it is an Iron Man, Iron Man type thing of, you know, you went out there, you were good enough for that long to play every game. All right, 65 yards, apparently. Well, that was a preseason game, though. And he was released the following game, this guy, Ola Kimron. So it is 63 yards. Jason Elam, Tom Dempsey. Huh. Nice info. Good job, guys. Um, how about Wilt Chamberlain's 100 points in a game? That's a big, That's a big one. I, I do, because that His one... Wiener? That, that one says That one's just... Uh, Unbelievable if you're watching a game and 100 points are coming off one guy. But then maybe you go as far as championships go with Bill Russell and the number of rings he has. It's How like many is eight, that? Like eight or nine championship rings. I believe are the Celtics and the dynasty that they mm-hmm. had. I mean, I don't know. So you got to wonder. I mean, home runs has always been a really big deal, but maybe not anymore. Oh, you know what? Chris in the 3-2-1 has it going. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Hey, dude. Hey, well, you guys hit the first one I was going to say about Cal Ripken. Uh, that's unreal. But Joe DiMaggio, 56-game hit streak. There's nobody that's going to even come close to that anymore. I, I, now, it was a very big deal for Jimmy Rollins, shortstop for the Phillies, earlier. He would have done it over two seasons because I think he ended last year with like 33. Yeah, 33 games, I think it was. And he got a few more, but that's a very good one, Chris. Thank you, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, to get a hit Major League Baseball, first of all, to get a hit Major League Baseball is one thing. To get it consecutively in games. Yeah, a lot long. of times, I mean, you're having a great season. You have a 10-game hitting streak. You're on fire. DiMaggio went 56 games. 
That's more than a fourth of the season. I mean, that's nearly a third of the season right there that he got a hit in every single game. That's crazy, dude. I don't. That may be one that may never be broken. You you hear that all the time with these records, though. The record that will never be broken. 10, 15 years down the line, it's being broken. But here's the problem, and here's the reason why I think more, a lot of these will hold up, the media scrutiny. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, when when DiMaggio was doing it, when you know when Aaron was breaking Ruth's record, you know, and there was a lot of scrutiny then, but now with 24-hour news networks and with everything going on, with the access that the media has, you can't hide. You saw how it got to some people. I mean, it got to McGuire. When he was chasing after Maris, I thought it would be uh, bigger back then. The uh, the media scrutiny. Nah, I mean, when you're uh, when it, 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 there's not as much going on in the world of uh, entertainment that they would be focusing on that more. Now, how about 17-time world champion Ric Flair? Woo! That don't count, man. That's not sports. Always sports, sports entertainment. entertainment. <laughs> it's not sports. <laughs> That's writers. That's like the people uh, the soap opera saying, hey. Oh, you don't think that a lot of the regular sports, there's some kind of writing going on in there? I'll tell you this, man. The more I watch the NBA playoffs, the more there is. It's WWE, dude. Mm-hmm. The fix is in. I honestly believe my Mavericks were just, they were that much better than the Spurs that they were able to overcome. Otherwise, it looked bad. It looked very bad. It looked like the NBA had set the whole thing up. PJ in the 407. Couple of calls and we got a break. What's up, PJ? Real fast. Uh, Barry Bonds' walk record. All right, the walk record is a very impressive one, but there's something about walking that isn't very, I don't know, it's not very. Yeah, but, yeah, but back in the day, they didn't walk. They, you wouldn't walk Babe Ruth. No, no. Uh, you'd I... pitch to him. That's, that's what I'm saying. They're so scared of this guy, they, they have to pitch around him. No, and that's you bring up a very good point, PJ, on how good the guy is. There's nothing really sexy about walking, though. Mm-mm. Although it's very impressive. Especially 25 miles. For a baseball guy, it's very impressive. <laughs> All right, one final call will break. John in the 407. What's up, John? Yeah, I would definitely have to say uh, the only guy who's not going to get credit for it, Pete Rose, 4,256 hits. That's a lot of hits, Dubs. I, that's, I th- here's the problem with that, and thank you, John. A guy like an Albert Pujols, if he can stay healthy, could probably break that. Mm-hmm. It's not an unbeatable record. Because that's if you can stay in the game long enough, then you maybe have a chance. But I'm thinking DiMaggio is 56. That one is probably the most impressive streak in all professional sports. I noticed the NFL didn't have any real impressive records, like as far as records go. Well, I'm like thinking- uh, like uh, the uh, the touchdown uh, passes in a season that uh, that uh, Marino held for so long that people said would never beat it, and then. Uh, Peyton Manning came in. And and I guess, too, the Dolphins going undefeated. That's a biggie. Yeah. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Oh, Ian's got a good one. All right, Ian, hold on. We'll get to you next. That's a really good one. Hour three in the hideout on Tuesday. Rolling up on the end of May. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, two quick calls, and we'll move on. I want to get to Chunks and the update on what happened with him in the third floor. All right. Ian in the 727. Thanks for hanging through. What you got, bro? Ian, you there? Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? Good, nope. brother. Hey, I was uh, I called in about Ted Williams uh, back in 400. All right, now again, dude, you have, that is a very, very good record. Uh, do you think that ever has a chance of being broken? There are a couple of times people will flirt with it, but toward the end of the year they just fall off. Ian, what do you think, dude? 
Yeah, probably not, but Tony Gwynn got close a few times. Tony Gwynn got close, and I think uh, Todd Helton out in Colorado got close a couple of times. And again, Dubs, you're not a baseball guy. Mm-hmm. But to, to go to bat, again, in the major leagues, and four out of every ten times get a hit, is just uh, it's unreal. It really is. It's unreal. Steeler fan in the 352, then we're going to move Ugh. on. What you got, Steeler fan? Lance Armstrong, sixth consecutive port of Yeah, not real interested in riding a bike. Maybe if I wasn't from this country, I'd be impressed with that. I mean, it's a it's a very grueling thing. Yeah, but I could care less. I don't like the marathon sports. You don't throw that up against Ted Williams or Joe DiMaggio. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't you give us a soccer stat? Um, all right, chunks. Here's an active streak. How long could the hideout go without getting an appearance or a live broadcast? <laughs> I tell you, we're in the middle of it now. We're holding strong. Yeah. Watch out, Cal. All right, so what happened now? Do we have an up? Do we have a recap of Chunks going off last Thursday? All right, let's let's play that. I had lunch with our assistant program director, Dan Stone. He goes, you may want to do something. Like, I, I have a feeling maybe part of the reason why things aren't getting done is because Chunks isn't really selling the idea. Dan. Hey. Hey, Dan, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Uh, it's not my fault in the promotions meeting. It is, uh, I'd say, the third floor, certain... Doesn't listen to our show, doesn't know that we have bits that we haven't done for a year, yet otherwise, bits that we've been doing for the past month doesn't realize as well. I realize American Idol is on it, it might be a tad more interesting, but hell, if you're going to sell a radio show, you might want to listen to it, you know? When you got to ask right, time, simple time, questions... Time, no, hold time, on a second, no, let me finish this only time, time I have, Dubs, please. It's time. Ooh, that brings back some uncomfortable thoughts and moments. Yeah, if we could not uh, play that ever and destroy it, that'd be great. So that was Thursday night, you railing against the third floor. Yeah. Really calling out one person in particular. Yeah. How was, what was it like on Friday? Because we were up, we decided not to uh, come in for a mental health day. I mean, I was sick. <coughs> uh, My lip hurt. <laughs> Friday was probably one of the most awkward days, I think. Uh, did you ever hear in the building in the Clear Channel compound? Why was it so awkward, Chunks? Because you called out an entire section? Um, yeah, and I guess I didn't realize that um, that might not have been the best method of doing things. I, I, I'd like to thank a few people. I don't want to you know, mention them because, hell, you know, I'm sure that everyone wants to stay away from this as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But um, I... Would like to thank some people who, uh, they tried to make me feel better. Who was it? It's, uh, Dean and Daniel. Oh, th- those guys are awesome, yeah. Yeah, they tried to make me feel better, and then they uh, realized that I was getting worried, and then they uh, basically told me I should just run and hide. Well, I know I talked to you Friday during the day, Yeah. and you said there were so many people up uh, talking to you about it, and either for or against or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that you had to leave. You just had to go home for a little bit. Yeah, I had to go home. Who all was for it? T- t- <laughs> Who really liked it? Who really liked you? Call- I know uh, I got some compliments today on it. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. From some people here I, I, in the building. I, I can't really probably get into that, but needless to say... Um, I guess Why my, can't you get into it? I, 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 I 
can't. Call them out now. It's Survivor. No. We're forming alliances. No, because I'm not going to get a million dollars if I make it do this one. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there was some talking to. And... Who talked to you? Talk like a human being. Who was it? Well, uh, management. Who did you have to sit down with? I, I sat down with management when they were both very. Dan and Catherine? Yes. What'd they say to you? Both uh, very understanding. Dan uh, especially seemed to think... Um, they're on our side. That's what I love. I love Catherine Brown and Dan Stone because they're on our side. You'll never hear me say a bad word about them. They had some very good points. Um, basically, though, uh, I was unprofessional in you, the way I approached. Okay, first of all, you're not unprofessional. This is real radio. Every single show on this station has gone off on the same people. That is true. This is that's part of what radio is. You call out management. Yeah. However, we don't have an issue with management. It just happens to be the third floor. Mm-hmm. So you call them out. Any radio show that's ever worth a damn does it. And you because you want to get your real feelings out there. So I don't think it was unprofessional at all. You need to vent. Maybe in any other line of business, it's unprofessional. In radio, it's great. So I would have to disagree with him there. That That is true. I, the emails and, like, MySpace messages were just swarmed. All in I, favor of Chunks? I can't believe you did that. Versus there's, the Omen? There's a couple people that, that worked here today uh, that just stared at me. Who was that? I can't because they specifically said, dude, I know you guys are going to be talking about it. Don't. Don't right. even. Write down some names. T- Come on. I want to say. I'm not going to say All it. Right. But I would like to know who you're talking about. They were staring at you like you were evil, like you were a bad person. Like I was stupid. Uh, people are telling me Chunks needs to drink a Red Bull before he goes on the air. Yeah, he sounds tired. All right, I want to see these names. Those are the people who were complimenting me and said yeah. it was great. All right, so they were on your side. All right, that bottom one. Is that who I think it is? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Why I do mean... your K's look like W's? <laughs> Idiot. Hmm, someone with a K. Mm-hmm. But needless to say, I I, I guess... I, is there an S in I guess I didn't do... <laughs> I could have gone a better way. And Actually, yeah. <laughs> there's one. If we have to work together in the future, I should probably not be... So how's our 666 live broadcast coming? I, uh, that's... It's, uh... Not happening? Non-existent? Probably not at this point. No, it's not. So, something we pitched a month ago to do a live broadcast where we're stunting and we're bidding and we're having fun with the Seven Deadly Sins on 666... We get held up with one client for three weeks, and now that we're uh, literally a week out, we can't do it because they decided to pass. And we didn't have any other op. It's too late to go to plans B, D, C. Mm-hmm. B, C, D. Is that what happened? You could say that. And we and did you call people and emails and no one ever got back to you? Yeah, I was frantic about it. I think the thing that I wanted to portray is that we uh, were easy people to work with, but an Not answer, anymore. an answer, you know, just anyone would want a, the common respect of just getting any kind of answer. But we didn't get that till today. 
So no 666 live broadcast. 666. We could decorate the studio if we wanted to and have a... Winner. Open door. That's, e- that's exactly what we wanted to do the whole time. And I say we run with it. Don't hold back. You can use Dub's Halloween uh, decorations for I home. have plenty of them. Did Catherine Dan say anything else to you about the whole calling out the omen? Uh, no, they pretty much just said, you know, maybe I should think things clearly. They're very supportive, but they said, hey, you do what you want. You know, it's radio, but, you know, sometimes some people might not be so, you know, understanding. So they were very supportive to me. And just, it was kind of like a warning, like, hey, you go on as long as you want, but you got to realize, you know, some people listen, some people don't, don't. understand. It's, yeah. Basically, don't. All right. Well, that's the update. Can we can we hear that one more time? I'd like to hear it one more time. It was put uh, together. Let's go ahead and play it one more time. It's a high lunch with our assistant program director, Dan Stone. He goes, you may want to do something. Like I, I have a feeling maybe part of the reason why things aren't getting done is because Chunks isn't really selling the idea. Dan. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Dan, how you doing? <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Uh, it's not my fault in the promotions meeting. It is, uh, I'd say, the third floor. Certain doesn't listen to our show, doesn't know that we have bits that we haven't done for a year, yet otherwise, bits that we've been doing for the past month doesn't realize as well. I realize American Idol is on it. It might be a tad more interesting. But, hell, if you're going to sell a radio show, you might want to listen to it, you know? When you got to ask right, time, simple time, questions... Time, no, hold on a second. No, let me finish this. It's only time. time. Please. It's time. I'm getting this from the Don. Chunks 316, F the third floor. All right, Chunks. Well, there it is, my friend. Yeah. Oh, you say there is good news? There is some good news. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, we were going to be getting for whatever's going to happen, our new crop. I think it's edition four. No, edition five of the Hideout T-shirts. It would have been great to hide out at a live broadcast. Yeah, Chunks, getting it done. Oh, wait. Never mind. Congratulations, you'll end up bald with a broken neck and bad knees. <laughs> I can't do my 360 impression right now. I'm not. You look more like Bastion Booger. Why? Drew Garabo in the 407 here in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Drew? Yeah, man. Chuck, you should keep on doing what you're doing because uh, I love it. And I think that if you keep on doing it, hey, maybe they'll put my crappy show back in the air, huh? Thank, huh? thank you, Garabo. You're, by the way, he's too busy filling at another day part. Uh, oh. <laughs> FM. Like, I care. Ass wipe. <laughs> Seriously. No holds barred. That's us, Stubbs. Here in the hideout. We're going to keep... Shock jock. In. Keep shock jocking. Running our gimmick. Um, all right, let's take a break. Well, good job, Chunks. That way to stand up for the hideout. Mm-hmm. What did you get done, by the way? What, today? Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> He worked out today, finally. That's great. Instead of over the weekend, like I suggested. 38 minutes of cardio today? Yes. With some slight weight weight lifting. Slight. Just wasted time. 
Just wasted time. I did biceps, too. What is that going to get you? Most of the stuff you do is buy. It's a hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. 104.1. Uh, Dr. Phil Audio. Uh, a lot of stuff still to get to, Dubs. Before we chat with Napier and his heartbreak, I want to tease something. We'll save it for 666. I wanted to do it at the live broadcast, which isn't happening now. But I would like to... Um, you have a game that you've created, and I want to at least have us try it out here, right? Yeah, it's uh, called Tranny or Trampoline. There are two different kinds of clips that I got here. One from tranny porn, the yes. other from people jumping on trampolines. So I'll play a clip, and you just have to guess whether it's uh, from tranny porn or trampoline videos. Want to start off with the first one? Yeah, let me hear it. All right. First uh, clip. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Trampoline. Trampoline. One more time. I'm a roll trampoline too. Alright. Chunks? Eh, trampoline. Same. Alright. No well, thanks for uh, going with the game. Now that was trampoline. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was trampoline. Uh, here's the thing about it. You could kind of hear the bouncy. Well, oh, I, I forgot to tell you, I added bouncing into all of them. So oh! don't go with the bouncing. Don't go with the bouncing. Uh, what damn. the hell, man? Uh. All right, here's clip number two. That's tranny. Tranny. Let me hear it again. I'll go trampoline. I'll go trampoline. You guys know your tranny porn over there in that back booth. That yeah. is tranny. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Oh, no, that was a lucky guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those things I think everyone's just hesitant to say. Yeah. Tranny. I would never know tranny. I never really thought it was tranny. I just want to say it. All right. You're gay. Here's number three. Yeah, hey, you got it. Oh. No. I'm going to do it again. Uh-oh. Tranny. I gotta go tranny. <laughs> That's I think the trainer trampoline here in the hideout. I'm Tr- talking to a hot chick online that I'm gonna do later. She said it's tranny. I think that's hot trample. chick said it. I think that's trampoline. I think so too. Trampoline. That trampoline. was tranny too. Damn. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Oh no. No. <laughs> you're mo. I hate you. Right. Hey, there's new pants you're wearing. They look good. <laughs> All right, just tease a tease a couple more. We'll do two more. Okay. Oops. Hold on. Trampoline. I'll go tranny on that one. Let me hear it again. That has to be tranny. Trampoline. You can't have that much fun on a trampoline, man. It's going to be tranny. That was trampoline. What? It sounds like kids. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I feel feel real dirty. (laughs) Now I feel like I'm going to get arrested. How many rows have I gotten now? You've gotten, what, three or four? I got them all right so far. Oh, have you? Yes. Proud. Um, all right, we'll do one more. All right, one more. Tranny. I have 20 of these. Right, we're doing the first five right here. We'll play this next week on uh, 666, the hideout special. All right. For this, Yeah, uh, Napier. What if you were to have a tranny on a trampoline? Oh. Then we'd tell you to shut the hell up. <laughs> all right, here's the next clip. Hold on. Radio Roadblock. Radio Roadblock. That's a trampoline on an airplane. <laughs> One more time. That's tranny. I don't even hear a trampoline there. That's a trampoline. That's a tranny. 
That is a trampoline. Yes. How the hell? Play to get a trampoline there? That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's stupid. Right, I'll give Undefeated. you one more. No, leave. Let Tommy stay a winner. Let me let me give him one more. All right. <laughs> Pressure's on now. Oh, that one is. T- All right, that one's. <laughs> trampoline. I think you're wrong on that one. That one's tranny. That one's too obvious. I think you're trying to trick them with that one. Chunks. Ooh, tramp. Matt. Uh. I'm going to go with whatever Tommy said. He said trampoline, trampoline. and that was tranny. Yes! I suck! No! I don't, that, that caught me off guard. I was only prepared for five or six. I wasn't prepared that for that. That was six. I meant five. <laughs> That's like, you know, a uh, non-title fight. It doesn't count. <laughs> was it exhibition? Yes. That was like preseason. But in the postseason, <laughs> after the, you know, season all right. ended. It's an all-star game. Yeah, it doesn't count. All right, so Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Damn it. We got a new we got a new intern here, Jack Napier, Milton. And Milton is uh first day he's come in uh to the show with a hat on, not showing off his spiky hair. And I'll say this. Very cool Simpsons hat. Thank you. Damn. Yeah, that was uh yeah. sarcastic. That's not cool at all. Who wears a Simpsons hat? <laughs> It's not even fitted. Don't have a cow, Hefe. The only way it could be worse is if it were mesh, and you got it at the racetrack. Cow, He looks a little like Mayor Quimby. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a, uh, you had something sad to you happen over the weekend? Well, yeah. Um, there's this girl who I've really liked for a couple weeks, and uh, KT. No, different girl. Um, and uh, I had a really good friend who knew how much I liked her and I told him and he was uh, telling me you know yeah I should go for it and you know all this and stuff like that and I find out the whole time like I was trying to get with her he was like banging her on the side and yeah. like she like really likes him but he's he hasn't had like a girlfriend since high school he's he's not you know, real interested he's just there for the poon tang yeah he's he's the guy gets laid all the time wow I hate that guy <laughs> shut up you are that guy oh so yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty down, you know. Where did kinda. you meet this girl? Um, actually, at um, hanging out with a bunch of friends. He was uh, this other dude was there too. That answered no questions. Yeah, like, it, was, it was at a friend's house. All right, so it was at a friend's party. Yeah. The girl was on a trampoline. What does the girl look like? Thought it was a girl. She got a um, big Adam apple. Dark hair, um, skinny, big boobs. Nice. How old is she? Nineteen. Uh, how old are you? Twenty. All right, so that's still within. Mm-hmm. How old's your buddy who who's hitting it? Twenty. He got a lot. He's, a, he's gotten a lot of poon. Yeah, he used to work at or work at Wing House as a cook, and he he's you know, bragged about banging every chick there. Nice. So. Real classy. What guy. do you have going for you? You're a douchebag on the radio. Yeah. Okay. Water boy. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so why would she rather go with the cool guy that has the the good cook job as opposed to you? <laughs> Yeah, that, that you... Ah, man. It's, What's it's just... She, she has, like, a crush on him, but it sucks because I know that he doesn't care about her or anybody in that way. Why don't you slit he, his throat? Yeah, it's an hour and a half drive to get there. Mm. Yeah, I used he, to he make just, long lists yeah, of guys I had crushes on. So, anyways, 
I was uh, thinking, you know, for a stunt tonight, you know, since I have a broken heart, why not try to make my heart explode by drinking enough coffee and taking enough, uh, you know, caffeine pills, you know, to try to do that. So you want to basically do a speedball to get over the broken heart? Yeah. Chunks. I wasn't listening to anything he said about his story or whatever, but mm-hmm. I could tell you what your problem is with this chick. Now, you've come in here. You've done some moderately good work. Um, really? What? When did that happen? No, I missed it. I'm just trying to flatter him up for this next part. You smell like B.O. You have a severe <laughs> B.O. problem. <laughs> you think that might, I don't, man. That might be the problem no. why the chick doesn't like him? I'm serious. And then I guess he sprayed himself with a cologne. He took the, uh, the Italian shower. Right. It's not helping, dude. Now it just smells like B.O. with you um, can never some mask, Giorgio Armani You can that. never mask B.O. with cologne because it's just it, funk cologne. It's not B.O. and I don't normally have any B.O. No, or anything. It's B.O., it's, I was I was wiping down a tile with vinegar today. We were just re- done retiling uh, mm-hmm. my... You know, my dad's bedroom. Because we care. We don't, yeah. yeah. We don't need a lot of You don't of smell <laughs> like stinky vinegar. You smell like stinky butt. You toilet paper. And you know what that <laughs> s- smells like, Chunks? You look at him. Of course he does. He's pig pen. He lives with that smell. Yeah, so, you know, for me being critical of a smell, yeah. that's pretty bad. Now, why did the girl not want you? Because she was already getting it good on the side from your buddy? Kind of. She has like a crush where she thinks she's going to go out with him. And, you know, it's... It's just it, it, one of, her part as well. One of the advantages that he has is that he can form a sentence. Yes. That that's kind of holding me back. There. He has soap. Easy access to a shower. I was an idiot. Let me ask: uh, Was he wearing the cool American Dad hat as opposed to your Simpsons hat? <laughs> no. I was an idiot. What does this guy have that you don't, other than the stellar cooking job? Well, uh, I don't know. He's he looks like Josh Hartnett. And apparently the chick I liked is really into Josh Hartnett. And you look like a male Miss Piggy? I haven't gotten that one before, but yeah, I'll go with it if you say so. Bring your bring your nose up like that and go on like on. Yeah. That was creepy. So do you want us to call maybe we should call this girl on the air and have you told She's her She's working right now. Have you told her how you feel? Yeah. We had a whole conversation about this. Hold hold on, hold on. How did you approach her on the the feelings? What did you say to her? Well, what happened was it, I've kind of, I ended up getting in the friend zone with this chick, and uh, she was telling me You're lucky to be there. I'll tell you that much. I wish you were in the twilight zone. God, you smell so awful. Your face looks like an old lady's bush chunks. That's enough out of you. Ouch. Ouch. He's getting saucy. I know. Intern's getting mouthy. Tommy, I'm on Team Bateman now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. All right, so what happened? Well, what happened was uh, she was trying to talk to me about, like, a dream she had or something like that. and Where you had died and she was happy? <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, it, what ended up happening was she was, you know, talking about him, and then she ended up talking about, like, how she liked him, and I didn't know the entire time because he had been trying to cheer me on to go out with her. So the whole time, here's what's going on. He's sitting on the side. He's not interested in her. He wants you to come along and take her away so he don't have to worry about a long-term no, relationship. No, no, no. I don't think that's what's happening. I think he's teasing the retard because he knows that she won't do anything with him. And he's just watching it the whole time, laughing his ass off. I like Kepi's version better. Did she, uh, it's not good. No, it's not, <laughs> but it's better. I could only believe that someone was teasing the retard with you. Alright, did she have a dream that you showered? No. Nah. Do you think it's possible he just wanted her to have another girlfriend she could talk to? 
I'm sorry. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. We're helping out Napier with his girl problems. So you're you're her shopping buddy. He does look like he's on his period. All bloated. Do you guys go out and hang out at the Express? You sit on the white couch <laughs> while she tries everything on. Okay, so what did she say? Explain what happened. Well, we got into talking about this because she has like a she has like a crush on him. Obviously, she has she's for like six him. months. Yeah, she's having yeah. sex with him. Yeah, for like six months. But it, what happens is like. He he's always going out with other chicks and banging other chicks, and you know it's just kind of like he calls her whenever. Right, but, so she's the booty call. Yeah, exactly. But he still talks to her, you know, as like a friend or something like that. So where do you come into the mix? Do you want you want to be more? Yeah, I, I'm, I wanted to go out with this chick. I really really cared about her. Highly enough, no one cares about you. I noticed that. And I, I could care less about your conversation right now. Now let me ask. It's really. Did she say all this through a pinched nose so she couldn't smell you? <laughs> No, there is no nose pinching involved. Really? Really. You smell like a idiot. loaf pinching. I was an idiot. So, you told the girl you love her, right? How long have you known her? A couple months. I'm actually about a month. So you met a girl a month ago. Another guy's already banging her, but you want in on I didn't know that he was banging her till like, this weekend. So what did she say? How did you pour your heart out? Well, was... Tell me exactly what you said. Were you drunk? No, that came afterwards. Okay, so what exactly did you say to her? Um, I was just trying to talk to her about it and explain the whole situation. and uh... Just say what you said. Pretend, look at Trunks, since he has a grandma's nether region on his face. <laughs> and, like, Trunks is that girl. What's the girl's name? Renee. All right, like he's, like he's Renee. All right, go ahead. It, it's really hard to even think about. Look what... at me! Shut Say up. Say it. it. No. He, Come on. Look at him. Role play. I. Yay. Oh, man. Um. Are you nervous? Because Renee looks so beautiful over there. <laughs> he looks absolutely nothing like this chick just, whatsoever. I just, I, I've pretend. shown you a picture before. Pretend. I? No, I've, I've never seen a picture. I just noticed Renee has a nice new perm. <laughs> well, I use Blanche Devereaux hair. <laughs> Sophia Petrillo had. All right, tell your story. Talk to her because we need to know what you said. That may be where the problem is. Um, it's going to be kind of hard because Chunks doesn't know what she well, said. Well, then close your eyes. So, well, then just say what you I'm said. I'm good at this sort of thing. We're role playing. Psychology. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, all right. When you, you uh, smell. Uh, yeah, that that makes me really want to talk. No, a lot go ahead more. this time. I got it. That was. Sorry. I have to pee. Yeah. Well, what I was saying was. Earlier, um, when I talked to you, yeah, you you mentioned how you like this other guy. Yeah, that's true. And he's stacked. I can't keep doing this. Well, come on. on, do it. We're on the radio. Let's go. Well, so uh, yes, I it really hurt me when I found that out because I've really liked you for a while now, and I know that this guy has nothing has no actual feelings or anything like that. Oh, you're such an He's a-hole. Just... <laughs> you're such an a-hole. So basically... You're trying to C-block your yeah, other You're friend. trying to C-block your well, other well, buddy. Was... Hold on. Your other buddy who's getting it already. And she hurt you. She didn't hurt you. No, it wasn't her fault. It was this other dude but you stabbed me it... in the back. But you made it seem like it's her fault for spreading for that guy. She no. wanted it. She oh. got it. 
She needed some of it. And then you're going off saying, oh, he doesn't care about you. I'll care about you. It, it's true, Is though. Renee listening right now? You think no, she's, she's, list- she's uh, working. Where's she work? A restaurant in the area. Okay, that's good enough. You don't have to tell me specific. Just the restaurant. What about your buddy? Has he come up in the hideout before? You always bring your friends up here for open door. No, he, he uh, just moved out to Satellite Beach. Okay. So is he driving all that way to Banger? No. Sniffing for, his fingers for, for all the way home? He was, uh, <laughs> having me drive her over because, you know, oh, we'll go to the oh beach. Oh, <laughs> You're such a freaking... Mo. Yeah. You're uh, so, so you would drive her to get laid? What would you no, do? No, <laughs> I would drive over there because he lives with another friend. I don't I care about all this that. Guy, so we'd all just go to hang out or do and whatever. And they would go disappear into the bathroom for 20 minutes. And you didn't know what was going on. You were just sitting there, hum to dum You didn't smell the chlorine or the fish afterwards? You didn't say, hey, who's come home with Long John Silver? You didn't see the satisfied look on her face that you'd never uh, give her? The glow? You didn't see her wiping away something from her mouth? (laughs) Which was your friend? Flossing with hair? When did you have the frosted honey bun? Oh, wait. That sounds good right now. Mm. (laughs) Nice honey bun. Cinnabon. Be cool, honey bunny. What? Is that what happened? Your Ringo? I, I don't get what you're trying to say, man. <laughs> Obviously not. You've never watched a pop culture movie. So, what now? What did she say in response to your dickhead statement? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was really the biggest prick statement I've ever heard. It was. Well, there, there's a lot more to it, but all right, you want to tell? You want to form? No, don't. Ah. It's not personal. It's on the radio, baby. It's out there now. Well, I was just talking about how I mean. The whole time, I mean, he was trying to, you know, tell me to do this. Like, he'd have me drive her home uh, when we're hanging out at this other place. And, what the you hell? know, I just, I feel like a douche after all this. You should. I don't I know. know why. You should hey, take wh- one. Were her, were her eyes watering from the conversation or from the smell of onions coming from you? <laughs> well, the conversation did have layers. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't hold it together. <laughs> Does this girl have a MySpace page? None that I wish to give out. Oh, you did show me a photo of that girl. It's in your phone, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let me see it again. That's creepy. You never know when you're going to need a batch on the road. Is she on your friends list? I think she is. I'm going to go yes. find her. <laughs> I just say, it just gave me the uh, no. Eh. With the slit of the throat, no. We've never done anything using MySpace to hurt anyone's name. I mean, seriously. Yet. Give us a little respect. Let me see that photo. She's the brunette with the big boobs, right? Yeah. Hmm. Hey, let me ask you. Do you smoke to cover up the odor of your B.O.? <laughs> let me see that picture. <laughs> These are just questions I'm getting asked. Ooh, she is hot. Too bad you'll never get it. Too bad. She has a nice rack, great teeth. Your friend must be very happy with that. Just rocking it all the time. I love coming in here for sympathy. And, and, and good stuff. The funny thing is, you know, she isn't going to get anything from him, and he's still getting everything he wants out of the, uh, the uh, relationship. Renee in the 666 here in the hideout. What's up? Hello, hey, how's it going? What's up, uh, oh, is this Renee? Yeah. Hey, it's me. Uh, Napier, you you just smell like armpits still. <laughs> That's the problem. Your girl yeah. Renee just called from hell. 
You smell like a Greek salad. <laughs> oh, God. There you go, buddy. So what can we do here in the hideout to help you? I, I was you want, go ahead. Go ahead, Petter Crotch. <laughs> I, I was thinking the whole, you know, trying to make my heart explode or, uh, you know, enforcing a heart attack, something like that, you know. That's Maybe not how about this? 25 cups of coffee. And if, we want your heart to we, uh, if we want your heart to explode, how about Tommy gives you a heart punch? Yeah, you know who's good at that is Matt. Matt, that's what, as soon as he said that, Matt turned me goes, heart punch, heart punch, heart punch, please. <laughs> Frank in the 407, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, Frank? Mr. Napier, Mr. Napier, uh, what's your worst breakup ever? <laughs> you fag. <laughs> <laughs> Good call back, Frank. <laughs> By the way, I hate that F word. Is it me, or does it just seem this is all stupid? I mean, it's like he's 18 years old, and it happens, man. It's gonna, this is not gonna get better for you. Only worse. Take a look in the mirror, and you'll see. Yeah. Mike, actually, that's what he's doing right now when he looks over at chunks. That's what you have to look forward to, Napier. Yeah. Mike in the 407. That's really sad. What's hey, up? What's up, man? Go ahead, dude. Hey, I gotta ask a long, complicated question because this. All right, every race of men get cheated on by their chick, man. But I got, I had a few white guy friends, man, that they they trust their white male friends. So much, man. And they they like, yo, you want to go to the store? Yeah, take my girlfriend with you. Dude, what is up with like, you you know what I'm saying? What is up with that? With, with the white dudes trusting their friends with their chicks, man. White I mean, dudes, white dudes are trusting scumbags where they don't really care what their girl does, and they trust that their friends aren't going to try to hit it. Well, brothers don't trust nobody. I don't trust my mama. Yeah, no, no you I, shouldn't. I got you. Well, you don't normally uh expect to be stabbed in the back by someone who I mean I was fairly close friends with this guy he didn't stab you in the back he was he just stabbed her in the back backside yeah hi oh yeah yeah ow that's what I, she was saying yeah I bet that girth tiny <clears throat> you should really call your friend and congratulate him mm -hmm. let's get your buddy on the phone give him a radio high five up I, top I've actually deleted the number oh <laughs> You are oh. out of my list. <laughs> You're such a fairy. You really are. You're a woman, dude. Why would, you take him, why would you take him out of your phone? That's the, that's the biggest he, girl thing to do. Because he had sex? I never want to talk to the guy again. I, I mean... <laughs> oh, you're... All right, hold, I we took him out of my top eight, too. Hold on, Napier. I want you to gather your thoughts. You're a femback. Femback. <laughs> I want you to gather your thoughts, and we're going to come back, and people are going to call you. With some advice. I want you to know what we can do here in the hideout. I feel like we need to help you out. Because you look really sad there in your Simpsons hat. <laughs> and then there's the whole story, too. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Wrapping up Hour 3 on a Tuesday. It's Roll Radio 104.1. Well... Talking heartbreak with our intern, Milton Napier. He laid out a story, which is uh, essentially, <laughs> which is, <laughs> you guys checked out our MySpace, huh? Boy, you boys are quick. Yeah, oh, boy. Was it right there? Was it easy to find? She's his first friend on there. Oh, you're such an ass. I, um, Napier was telling a story about how he liked a chick a lot, 
wanted to uh, be with her, but his friend was hitting it. And I guess he tried to tell her his feelings. And that didn't go so well. And then he he broke every rule as far as the guy code goes. Mm-hmm. You see those Miller Lite commercials where they have the man laws? That's a big man law. Here's man law number one, bros before hoes. And you ruined that man law, Napier. Well, I, I, I say everybody has an equal shot at the girl without tearing the other guy down. Try for it. They're going out. You can try to hit it, but don't tear him down while doing it. Like, try to build yourself out as opposed to tearing him down. Well, I was doing that the whole time, but I didn't know until this last part that he was, you know, doing this stuff behind my back. When did you... He wasn't doing anything behind your back, bro. You want him to. I think you have a man crush on him. He was just having sex. He wasn't doing anything behind your back. He doesn't have to tell you of all of his sexual, uh, you know, experiences. Well, do you, uh, let me ask you, were you telling him how much you were into this chick? Yeah, the whole time. And so he's just laughing on the inside? I guess so. Well, Nick is slick like that. Did his face respond to anything? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to dump that. Did, did uh, someone bring in cheeseburgers? I stopped. All right, Napier just got very angry. You got I, a- Napier, angry at who? Hey, Tommy. Why? I, I dumped it so no one heard the name. I Wow, you really got pissed, didn't you? <laughs> Now can you can you, can, verbal, you, can you verbalize without cursing? It's gonna be hard. I just I just feel so betrayed by this guy. Yeah, I mean, why would you do that to me? You you knew the whole time I was telling you how much I like her, how I'm trying to you know, go out with her and do this. And the, what kind? I, of, I mean, it'd been one thing if he told me, hey, uh, maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe uh, you know, I'm hitting her on the side. You know, why right. would you say that? You know, instead of were, just, were you guys actually friends? Yeah, you and this guy. Yeah, you guys were buddies, huh? Yeah. What kind of stuff would y'all do together? Hang out, go places, you know. Jail. Nah, not no? like that. Nah. Just looking in each other's eyes, two inches away from he you wouldn't know, have touching to. noses. You know, just normal friend stuff, hanging out, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Of your zippers? Nah. Right, hold on. The Don in the 407, what's up? Person in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> it's okay, Napier. Napier, it's okay to be others. All right, now let me ask you: Is this the first girl you've really had a crush on, ever? Not ever. But what is it about this girl that you like so much? Her boobs? No, I'm. I, I actually, you know, she's good to look at, but I mean. I really enjoy her personality. You have a connection? Yeah, I, I thought so, you know. Not as strong as his? Apparently not. Mm. Oh boy. What would you do to this guy? Did you hit? Did you want to hit him or anything? I'd just rather not see the guy again. What about the girl? What did she say after she... We never got to this. What did she say after you poured your heart out to her? She... She was saying, uh, sorry if uh, you felt I, I led you on. and Ouch. That, yeah, that was, conversation. Yeah, that was, wasn't an easy one. When did this happen, buddy? This weekend. Ooh. What day? Sunday night. Okay, so you haven't been dealing with it all weekend. You just dealt with it Sunday and yesterday. So she said, I apologize that I led you on, but I don't like you in that way? Well, yeah, she has a crush on this other guy. Who she's doing. Yeah. 
And she said his just name? just rocking her. She, she said his name, and then you told her, that guy doesn't care about you the way I care about you. I didn't quite I show you the like word. That. It's, it was more of a, you know the way he is, right? Because mm -hmm. he openly talks about banging other girls in front of her. He's a player, right? Yeah. I mean, you you're know, a hater. good for him, but Let me I mean... Ask you, what do you hate more, the player or the game? It's... Is it because you're... Is, is it because you're left out, you were picked last? Little chubby kid left last on the court? If somebody gets hurt, then you can come in and play full court basketball otherwise? Honestly, it would have been no big thing if he would have came and said something to me. But I mean, why you gotta be doing that? You know, letting me think one thing... <laughs> yeah, and... why be... I can see you're pissed. Word. You slipped into your menace to society talk. <laughs> Don't be fronting on me. Why you gotta bring me low, dog? Why you gotta bring me low? So what's next for you and this girl? I don't know. Nothing? Probably. I'm getting word. This is sad. I'm getting word. <clears throat> that she had to lead you on, because if she was behind you, she'd pass out from the smell. <laughs> Hey, who's on your team? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he just pointed to you. He can't even speak right now. Napier, what do you want us to do, buddy? How can we help you out? By the way, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Stick not, a right guard? If you're, all right, enough with, this, <laughs> enough with the smell thing. I don't think he smells. Good. <laughs> no, we know he smells. All right. What can we do here? Because we're your friends, obviously. I don't know. I just you want us to, to find you a new girl. No, that's all right, Huffy. I just was happy to voice it out. You know. You feel better? Speak my mind. No, not really. Have you ever thought that maybe like the uh, rubber ducky song would help you out and make you more into the bath? <laughs> what? <laughs> not a big uh, Ernie fan over there. You nah. look more like him. She's more of a Burt girl, huh? <laughs> Long head. Guess so. I wish we could do something, man. I wish we could be here as your friends and help you out. I just don't know what we can do. Uh, I'll just deal with it on my own, you know? All right, the Don says, maybe you should dress up like Beetlejuice and beg for her love. Maybe. That's one of your favorite things to do, get in costume, huh? Not really. <laughs> I want to help you, bro. What what can we do to help you? I just appreciate you letting me vent. Hey, that's what we're here for. Give me an open form where we don't judge you. Not judge you at all. <laughs> What's next for Napier as far as the love front goes? Something new, I guess. Men? No. That's new. Nah, that's not happening. You might have more luck with it, bro. I'm all right. I don't swing that way. Have you tried it? No. Why are you knocking it? Yeah. Go get yourself a new biting pillow and have at it. What about this? Why don't you go have sex with the guy that she was having sex with? That way you could kind of smell it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Through association, you're banging it. That was you safe. can think of her. It's not gay if you think of her while you're doing them. Or while he, he's doing it. Whatever. Maybe you can see what, what she's getting and maybe feel her side of the story. You could always go gay so you can go buy a bathhouse. 
key word in there. All right, Napier. Well, I wish we could have done more. You look a little disappointed. I'm all right, man. Just something I'll deal with. I'll get over it. Well, you came in here racing a stink about it, and nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Dude, I think you're awesome. I think any girl who mm-hmm. will eventually get past your shortcomings, yeah, all of them, will be a lucky girl. Thank you. I really appreciate that, man. You betcha, buddy. <laughs> What's that necessary, man? Really? <laughs> well, what is it? It's only around when you are. <laughs> All right, Napier. Can people email you or contact you if they want to show their support or anything, or would you rather just be left alone on this one? I'd rather just be left alone. I don't. You don't, you don't I, want any support? I don't want you to stunt. I don't want you to, you know. Because right now you're reeking of depression. I don't. <laughs> I didn't know that depression smelled like old White Castle. <laughs> it's Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Go Radio 104.1. Uh, we'll get to the Dr. Phil stuff in a second. 407-916-1041, First of all, I actually wanted to talk about Napier's situation, where he liked this girl. She was banging his buddy on the side. His buddy didn't tell him. He unwittingly tells the girl how he feels. And then from there, it just kind of goes all awry. Well, she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to lead you on. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him in the commercial break. And we were talking as well. And the poor kid got into the friend zone. Mm-hmm. And that's where his biggest problem is, other than being hideous. You can't be hideous and a girl's friend. You have to make it known up front what your intentions are. Your intentions are to have sex. Your intentions are to get in those panties. Slap some skins. Rarely does it work where you're friends with the first and then you move on. It can work every once in a while, but I'm not putting my uh, money on it. All right, we have an update real fast. What's going on over there, Matt? Well, uh, after he got done talking to you, he came back here and logged on to the computer and said, uh, I have to get on MySpace. I have to erase a couple of friends. And he said in that really pouting voice, where he was just so dejected that uh, from all the smell jokes and mm-hmm. just, <laughs> and then I just told him, eh, get out of here, go in the back. I I got to look up something, even though I have nothing to look up. <laughs> I just wanted him to get out, get away from me because of the cologne. So the poor kids. My eyes are watering. <laughs> all right, enough of the kids smell. We all have bad days. Wigs, ears. Nah. I have to pee, but. Don't you have to make it known up front? Don't you think that's where his problem is? The other thing, too, is this isn't a movie, okay? The girl isn't going to fall for you just because you make your your feelings known. Or they, she's not going to do a 180 because you're tearing the guy down that she's banging. She's not going to uh, turn around and be into you because you're telling her this other guy's a scumbag. She's just thinking you're tearing down this guy just so you can hit it. 
which is essentially what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He he does feel like he's in that. He has like that movie mentality that he's Anthony Michael Hall, who never got the girl anyway. He can stand outside with his jam box all turned up, mm-hmm. like he's Cusack. Yeah, I just don't. All right, let me ask you. <laughs> Tommy acting it out in the other room, the jam box above his head. Get in here, Napier. Come in here. I think that's where the problem was. Mm-hmm. You know, at what point do you tell a girl, hey, I want to hit it? Within two or three weeks? I think you have to do it within the first two or three weeks. Don't you? Yeah, well, I, I think uh, Maybe. if you don't tell her right out, right away, you have to at least allude to it. <laughs> Napier, do you have any other prospects on the horizon? Any other girl, like, friends? couple. Are you going to make it known right now that you're interested in them as more than just friends? Now, you know, now that I'm really thinking about it, you're right, man. That's just the better idea. I can't let you know. You can't get in that friend zone. Yeah. What is you, this the first time you've been burned by the friend zone? It seems. Yeah. Oh, so normally you have sex with the friends. Not really, no. But oh, so you usually don't uh, try the friend thing first. You usually go right for it. Yeah. This just kind of happened. It kind of slipped in. Ew. For him. Yeah. All right, but now, like, no, uh, no uh, pressure at all for him. Right. What did you learn from this, then? Because it's all about learning and growing. I mean, that's why you have these heartbreaking experiences, so that the next time something happens, you can move on and you progress. So what do you do from here? From now on, are you going to continue to run down your buddies? Well, yeah, because what you ended up with here when you ran down your friend uh, is a girl who still doesn't want to bang you, and a guy is going to be pissed at you. Well, I don't want to be a, a friends with the guy who's going to stab me in the back, you know? You, you still don't want him to want to kick your ass, either. Don't you even... concerned. I don't care if you're concerned or not. You know, you, no one wants to get in a fight all the time. That, don't you understand, though, that he wasn't stabbing you in the back? Okay, hold on a second. You're not, you're not a pack of women who are after the same guy, okay? You were guys. You were men who are trying to go out and spread your seed. In a very animalistic way, okay? He probably didn't want to tell you because he probably wasn't really interested in the girl. He was just having sex with her. He was probably, I honestly believe he was probably hoping that something would work out with you, too, so that you could probably get it, too. Because that's the way guys think, especially if this guy's a player. If he didn't want anything romantic with her, he, he doesn't care if you get it, too. If he doesn't have sissy feelings like you do, Mo. Then more than likely, he was pulling for you to get it. So I wouldn't blame him because he was having sex with her. He probably would have helped you out in any way possible to get you uh, in there. That's the way guys operate. The majority of the time. If they're not like you with girl feelings. You know what I mean? Are you cramping? <laughs> nah, I'm fine, man. Be, do you understand? Like, are your other guy friends just like as... Girly as you? Femme, I was going to say? Mm. Nah. So is it just, I feel bad for you now, bro. I look at you and I feel bad. Because I see a tormented little fat kid. And I'm not trying to be mean either. 
Were you a little chubby when you grew up? When I was younger, yeah. Yeah, and you were, because I was too. And so you're kind of stuck in that friend zone all the time. Girls didn't look at you sexually. They looked at you more as a buddy. Even though you aren't funny, but you like to think you're the funny fat kid. like to think so. Okay, that's right. Well, maybe, you know, wherever you grew up. Not here, obviously. You're just a fat kid. Chubby kid. Husky. Yeah. Thank you. Because we were all, except for Tommy, the funny fat kid. Differences were funny, but whatever. It's semantics. You'll get there. But I think that's part of the problem, that you have these sissy girl feelings. When your guy buddy, he doesn't care about any of that. He's spreading his seed. He wants you to spread your seed. But for some reason, you can't seal a deal. You're a virgin, aren't you? No. How many cats? Three. Three cats. Kenneth in the 407 here in the hideout. What's up, Kenneth? Uh, this is Aaron. Oh, go Aaron, ahead. go ahead. How the hell does Kenneth get up there, Matt? I mean, really. That's not even close. It's not even close. All right, go ahead, Aaron. Well, yeah, um, I got some um, advice for Napier. Uh-huh. Shower, man. <laughs> How about a nice hot one of those? All right, we're not. I want to have a serious conversation. I want to try to help the kid out. We know he stinks already. Which, by the way, I've never smelled you, but the boys insist you reek. But whatever, I'm past that. And by the way, that was put up as a B call. That was an A call. You just mislabeled it completely. But you know what I mean, Napier? Do you understand that? The guys want... Maybe you just left the O off. Listen, we'll help you get laid. Because it's been working so well for Matt Albert. Well, he, but here's the thing: he has standards. And one thing, uh, another so do thing. I. Another thing with it is we've had him set up. He just can't close the deal. We can get you around the girls. You just have to close it. And not act like a puss about it. Josh in the 386. You're in the hideout. What's up, Josh? Hey, man. I had a buddy of mine want to kick me out of our house for. Uh, Pretty much the same thing he's going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bullshit. Everybody. You can't say it. that. You can't say the S word. Tell me. All right, Nate, but I think that's part of the problem. You got to get. T- you're kind of like Trunks and Matt too. No self-esteem. You're still. You're always gonna be the funny fat kid in your head. Unfunny fat kid. All right. Just, that's your label. But in your head, you're the funny fat kid. You know what I mean? It's you're always growing up with that, so you feel like you gotta. Win them over with your stellar personality. <laughs> and Don't you have money? And that's yeah. part of the problem. Go with that angle, then. Yeah. You got cash? You're kind of a rich kid? A little bit. Nice. How come we're not getting presents? Yeah, I like how presents. How come you're not buying your internship? <laughs> I brought in Wendy's last week. I like that. And you need more of that. Body. What? I don't know. Chunks is trying too hard. I'm like yeah. a minute away from hitting you, man. <laughs> You don't hit. Great. You do not threaten producers. I know I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> how come you're not? How come you're not being that tough guy with the guy who's banging the chick? Then all of a sudden you're tongue tied. Then all of a sudden you're yeah. When it's Rachel Lee Cook and she's all that. When it's fluffy chunks sitting next to you, you're ready to beat his ass. Yeah. It's easy to talk trash to that vag. Tilly on his back. Right. Walking love hole. All right, enough, Napier. What do you finally? We need some resolution here. Yeah, just wrap it up. What are you gonna do? 
You go tell her. go home and wallow in self-pity. Wrong. This girl didn't even like you, and you're going to beat yourself up over it. Tomorrow Move you... Move on to the next one. Yeah, I'm going to do that. It's just going to take like two uh, days. Hold on a second. It's two now. <clears throat> it's officially 48 hours. Do you have uh, your phone with you? You just had it. I saw the girl's picture. But he deleted the numbers already. Do you have the phone number of the other chick that you like? No. Why not? Are there two other girls you like? You don't have their phone numbers yet? Um, well... No. Verbalize. It's the radio. Come on. No, I just... Everyone I know kind of works at, at this time of night. Mm-hmm. So... Well, leave them a voice message. I, here's the thing. Napier, I want you to call one of those girls, one of the other two prospects, so that you kind of in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Call them right now. Find the number and call them and tell them, hey, this is Jack Napier. I'm on the radio. And I think we I should really get together. Do that. No, no, no. Hold on. It's going to be okay. We And we can't mess with you because they can't hear our side of the conversation. This is your first step toward being a man. All right? Right now, you're a little girl with your Raggedy Ann doll. We're trying to get you to be Andy. Okay? Call on your side of the phone and say, hey, this is Napier. Just want to let you know we're good friends. I want to be more than friends. Give me a call back. Let's talk about it. you got to have some cajones. Girls love a confident guy. I'm telling you, it'll work. Or to help you save the heartache that you're going through now. If you're already in the heartache, blow through the other two friend zone girls now. Just get it out of the way. That way, by next week, you're ready to start new. Yeah. Start fresh. Why uh, extend the pain? Pick a number. Call. Let's go, buddy. Come Give on. Somebody. I don't have them right now, man. I, you didn't I'll, mean you I'll don't... bring them up like later on in the week if you want. I. You have the number. You don't want to. Why are you being a girl? I don't want to. Man. What are you really afraid don't. of? What are you afraid of? We're not going to screw with you. They won't hear our side of the conversation. You were willing to almost blow out your heart tonight. I'm telling yeah, you. I don't care about myself. We are we are giving you a script here. You just go call them and you know kind of confess your your feelings. But you're your own way. But you have to do it. With, hold on. Stop being such a puss. You have to do it with confidence. You have to say, Hey, it's Napier. Want to let you know we're good friends. I'd like to be more than that. Give me a call. Let's talk about it. What do you think? You know where I'm at. That's you all got you got. My gotta, digits. Hit me up. I'm not really big on the phone thing. I'd rather be in person. And I, I just, I'm not really ready for that right now, man. I'm really not. I've never met a bigger vag. And I mean it. I know I sent you out for the oral base. I feel like I should have had you get some monostat. <laughs> wow. I thought... We would never find a bigger sad sack than Chunks or Matt. We get uh, shocked every day with the the personalities that we have around us. I've never... What's the worst that could happen? She says no? I'm telling you, like, one of them, I don't know the number. The other one's working right now. And that's why it's perfect. You leave her a message. There's no uncomfortability. You call her. You leave her a message. You sound confident. Who knows? By the end of her shift tonight, she'll be calling you back. Be like, oh, wow. I didn't know Jack Napier was into me. You're a lucky girl. You're in the radio, right? 
You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to do, man. You got to be somebody. You're drinking gallons of milk. You're ready to make your heart explode. You're stunting. You're taking on Tommy Bateman. You can't take on some girl. Think about that, it. That's that's where I really have a hard time, man. Come on, I, bitch boobs. Be somebody. See, see that, that's the thing. I have more of a hard time with you know, uh, girls. and. All right. Fine. But, enough. I don't we can't hear. drag us on any longer. I tried, dude. Yeah. Here's a boy, C-Lane, in the 407. What's up, C-Lane? Hey, buddy. Uh, Napier, you're kind of putting interns down here. You need to man up and call this chick. All you got to do is call and leave a simple message. And make sure he doesn't call his mom. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I think I'd be better. I have feelings for you. All right, you know what? Giant Brian says this. You know what might work? Tell him no more mic time until he gets some balls. I like that. At least that'll help the rest of us out. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. You are not allowed back on the air until you make that phone call. You don't have to call her on the air, but we just hear your side of the conversation. You don't even have to say her name. All you say is, hey, it's Napier, or whatever your stupid real name is. Say, hey, I know we're friends. I want to be a little bit more. Let's talk about it. Call me. Let's do this damn thing. Mr. Anderson in the 912, you're in the hideout. What's up? Oh, J-Dubs, El Jefe, how do you guys end up surrounding yourself with all these FAGs? I don't get it. I agree. I know. I never met a bigger pack of fags than the guys all you got right. hanging out. <laughs> of the Mo, Mo, Mo. Are <laughs> right, you understand me? Don't talk. No more mic time until you're going to do it. Sissy. We'll come back with Dr. Phil Audio. Speaking of C-Lane, speaking of embarrassing interns, we have to get to the air checks, too, of the mixtapes. Mm-hmm. we got a lot to get done. Let's do that next really briefly, and we'll save the rest of them for when C-Lane's in tomorrow, but I do want to hear it, and then we'll finish the show with Dr. Phil. Smart. All right. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Right, let's make this a quickie, then we'll come back with the Dr. Phil Audio. Thank you to Big Hands who brought by some pastries. Big Hands, bitch. Come on in and hang out, Mr. Big Hands. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, all right, so we are back from vacation here in hour four. And mixtapes on Friday night and Monday night. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear, they went really well. So who hosted the mixtapes on Friday? Friday it was Chunks, C-Lane, uh, kind of Napier, and a tiny bit of Matt. I wasn't here. <laughs> All right, so let me hear... Well, let me just set this up. The first segment I was going to plan something out, and Chunks goes, No, I'll talk the first segment. And I'll talk about how I had to talk to management today. And I go, No, save that for Tuesday. And then he's like, well, I'll just talk the first segment. I go, you're going to talk for 12 minutes. You look exhausted, and your voice seems to be going somewhat. He goes, no, no, I'll talk for 12 minutes. So I was here running the board for the first segment and only the first segment because I couldn't take it anymore. Here's him when he surprises me and says, hey, we're going to go play a segment, and I'm completely unprepared for a segment, and time-wise, it screwed me over. Because you think he's going to talk for a full 12 minutes, and instead... And 12 minutes is a long time to talk. Yeah, and you had uh, just uh, everything timed out already. Yeah, commercial-wise, and you know, giving like a, you know, a few seconds for, hey, this is what's coming up next, that type thing. All right. But 
Uh, right now, we're going to get started with uh, the mixtapes. We yeah. are? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, not boy. That's written down. Oh, is this, that's not how you wrote it down? Uh, no, the first segment is you talking for 12 minutes. This is what you said you wanted. I did talk for 12 minutes. All right, pause uh, it. Four minutes. Ouch. This is happening at 7 o'clock on a Friday night. <sighs> 7.04. When people me. are driving out of town. Out of the great lead-in from the Phillips file, this is what's happening. Yeah. It's it's great stuff. I walked out after this. All right, finish it. That was it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it's only 7.04. <laughs> either way, a uh, government official is uh, going to go to jail for accepting bribes. And we have a lot of great crying tracks. This This one is actually pretty funny, and I think... I pause it. Where's Chunks? This is actually pretty funny. I, I mean, love the cell job of the rest of it's going to be crap, but this one's <laughs> funny. This one's actually funny. Oh, my God. I am so glad. See, me with mixtapes, I like to go, hey, I'm Tommy Bateman. I... Keep the music underneath you. Keep it moving. Keep yeah. it flowing. I keep don't... some kind of energy to and it. And then get into the real show. See, I know I suck, so I always have music under me. So if there's any dead air, I can just let, you know... The pumping music play for a second. Then I go, hey, this is a great segment coming up. It's funny because blah, blah, blah. And then I go, okay, I suck. I talk too much and I hit play. The hell, Chunks? Did you sell it a little bit? You animal? I told him. He was exhausted. He was exhausted all day and I all told him. Started all over from the beginning. But uh, right now we're going to get started with uh, the mixtapes. We are? Yeah. Hmm. It's well. not what's written down. Oh, this, that's not how you wrote it down? Uh, no, the first segment is you talking for 12 minutes. This is what you said you wanted. I did talk for 12 minutes. It's uh, four minutes. That was it. <laughs> but, uh, it's only 7.04. <laughs> either way, a uh, government official is uh, going to go to jail for accepting bribes. And we have a lot of great crying tracks. This this one is actually pretty funny. And I think, <sighs> and if, you, if this is the first time you've heard it, get caught up with what you will soon be familiar with as the ultimate crier. Um, it's just a big breakdown, kind of what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right you, now. Tommy. I appreciate that. But uh, all that's coming up. Plus, we'll take your phone calls too. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and uh, star one zero four one. Shut up on already. Singular wireless. I would have phones. Wait, wait, hold on. Wireless uh, phones. All right, up now. Um. Gonna hit the mixtapes, and I'll be back in a little bit. Please don't. Uh, you were gonna talk for twelve minutes, and you know, do a nice well, funny chunks uh, Corolla act. That was awful. That was at seven o'clock after the Phillips file lead-in. That's what you start with. We uh, there was a kind of a scheduling conflict. What, what? kind of scheduling we're conflict? No, we know we're going on at seven o'clock. Yeah, no, I know. We know we need a twelve-minute segment. Tell me what the conflict was. Uh, I. Just expecting a phone call that didn't come in. What's the phone call? We had a guest on. Okay. So why did you host the first segment? Well, I was planning on it, and I got thrown off. No one else wanted to talk or help out. Well, then why don't you just play a segment? Why don't you just introduce I it? people would talk like, no, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be a part of this. I, I don't blame him. Of course not. Talk for the life of me. Well, then why don't you just play some music underneath you and intro the segment? That's what I did after that. Oh, my God. All right, let's hear... I guess this is from last night. 
Yeah, uh, Mad Matt decided to kind of host his own show. <laughs> I thought the interns were just coming in to watch him and learn, but apparently he was sitting in there and Sealane uh, was running the board. <laughs> and I, for some reason, Milton Napier was taking phone calls. All right, hold on a second. So on Friday, Chunks is in the big chair. "Quote unquote," hosting the mixtapes. Yesterday on Memorial Day, Matt Irvin thinks it's time for him to sit in a big chair and host the mixtapes. Yes. What is going on here? What happens when we're not here? I don't understand it. Did anyone? I else, would never have the balls to do that. Did anyone else hear this? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Ready for the Milton one? All right. Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes here on Real Radio 104.1. Matthew Irvin doing it with C-Lane and uh, Jack Napier back there. Told me to stop calling him Milton on the uh, on the break. Yeah, I know. Not a big fan. Why? Just, would you want to be called that, man? I mean, really. C-Lane, is it odd that he sounds a lot like All right, hold on. Pause it. So we got three interns hosting the mixtapes. I'm cringing over here. I have my eyes covered. Oh, wow. I, I guess you got to start somewhere. That's hijacking our stuff. <laughs> I mean, why do you... How much more of this is there? A lot longer than you probably want to hear. How long does it go on? There's about two more minutes left. You're kidding. No. All right, I can't do it tonight. We'll do that tomorrow. We'll have to wait for tomorrow for that. Yeah, I can't handle it. What do they talk about for two minutes with Napier, C-Lane, and Matt Irvin? Uh, the, the trilogy of boring. <laughs> uh, Matt Matt's actually good. The hat trick of train wrecks. Matt Matt's actually good. Chunks is usually very good, except they told me he was just too tired Friday. And then Matt's good, but he starts talking to them, and then they just start kind of babbling between each other. And, oh, boy. All and right. then it's, it's Mad Matt making... Napier say and do dumb stuff. That's uh, our job. Is it? Oh, hmm. huh. uh, I can't do it. It's odd because I packed each hour full of segments, yet somehow they managed to find time to talk. Oh boy. All right, chunks. That's your uh, that's your crew. That's what you've assembled. That's and you, the talent you put around you. And you were stellar because Mad Mad at least had energy last night, as opposed to you. Who were sleeping at the wheel on Friday. At 7 o'clock. What do you have to say for yourself? The... I hate you. I hate you so much. No wonder the Omen doesn't do anything with this show. All right, let's take a break. Come back with the Dr. Phil stuff. Dr. Phil uh, to catch a predator-like thing. But it's this time with incest. It's a hideout. Real radio. 104.1. Let's wrap it up on this Tuesday night. All right. Big well, Hands is here. Oh, by the way, Big Hands, uh, I missed him. My chick and I went to go see our uh, buddy Garrett in Irrational, mm-hmm. the band at the House of Blues. I missed uh, Big Hands and his girl who were out there, too. Great very show. good show. Great show. It's a, telling you, it's a very good band. And I guess the 13-year-old drummer and threw you was oh, badass. Man. I mean, I would have threw my panties up on the stage. He was outstanding. So I guess the kids that we had on a Thursday did very, very well at the House nice. of Blues. And again, congratulations to Bonk Swap Matt, 
who uh, his band moved on. So that's awesome. Hideout Band's doing really well. Very proud of them. All right, Dubs, what's this Dr. Phil audio? I know you called me just excited about this. Yeah, Dr. Phil yesterday had uh, his own To Catch a Predator thing on, except for this time he did a little different. Uh, He had a guy go on, not acting like a child, acting like another predator uh, that was into incest. So here's the first track of him uh, going to the chat room and finding a guy. What I'm going to do is just enter some chat rooms that are frequented by pedophiles and see if I can't build a connection with a local person to see if we can make a meeting. And if we're successful, this will show the public the dark side of the net like they've never seen before. Now, some of the chat rooms are very graphic. A whole bunch of different rooms set up. I mean, in some of these rooms, there's 50, 60 people. So we'll go into one here. Uh, we'll pick one called Dad and Daughter Sex. This would be for anybody who's involved with their daughters or any type of incest. All right. And within about five. Where do these chat rooms exist? I didn't recognize the uh, the uh, chat thing he was using. It, it wasn't like Yahoo or anything. So I don't know where he finds his chat rooms. I couldn't imagine that this chat room is, in, uh, is on anything mainstream. No, it can't be. I'm sure they were already going to some perverted-ass website. I know, I know that uh, they used to have them on like the mainstream ones, but they took them off since. Dad and daughter sex? Well, they like users can make their own chat rooms on these things, and they would do that. Oh. Yeah. So uh, that's what used to happen. I don't know how this one came about, though. All right, go ahead. Five minutes, we found somebody from Las Vegas. I'm actually on with a person by the name of Shadow Master that uh, was involved with two of his daughters. He's also talking to me now about uh, wanting to continue that with other kids. What was your daughter like? Okay, we've got a graphic response. She was sweet, and I laid her on my lap with her legs on my shoulders. Her in my mouth holding her pretty little in my hand. He's asking me if I touch my girls, and I said no. All right, uh, that, not yet. Stop it. That's just, that's awful. This one's almost over. That's, that, that's just, wow, man. Yeah. Where do these guys, where do these guys even come from? I guess he says, uh, he, he's done this uh, catching thing for a while, and he says there's a ton of them out there. All right, people are telling me they were using MSN Messenger. Oh, wow. Or maybe it could have been, uh, I guess there's this thing called MIRC. Now people want a link for the video. <laughs> Jesus, guys. <laughs> Chill the hell out, man. This thing is cr- This is disturbing. Yeah. I mean, the other one, the Dateline stuff is creepy, but almost funny mm-hmm. in a way. This one's just like gut-wrenching. Do I don't want. I don't want to finish this one. I've heard it over. Right. It's it's pretty. I don't. All right, go ahead. No, it's fine. All right, people want to hear. It. Go ahead. All right, here he uh, he meets Shadow Master. Well, we're on our way to meet up with Shadow Master. We got the hidden camera on. We've got our backup team all set up in case anything goes bad. And is this guy a cop or what is he? What's his uh, story? He used to be a cop. Now this is his full time job. Is catching these. So creeps. like like a perverted justice type mm-hmm. thing. Okay. He works for the same type of thing. Okay. One of the worst things about going to meet a pedophile is you have to talk the talk and you have to get in the role and uh, some of the things I'm going to have to say are are quite rude. But you have to get dirty to get the dirty. Hi, what? Oh, you, you must, must be. be. I must be. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fine. Oh, good to see you. 
Wanna go for some lunch? I'm gonna have a smoke out here real quick. Well, do you consider yourself a pedophile? Because you're like kids, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I figure I am because that's my sexual interest. It's good for the day. Like a six-year-old. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Oh man, that mm-hmm. is that's disturbing. And this is on Doctor Phil. Yeah. All right. What was his like angle? Like, what was he? What was he doing? Like, was it just to show how uh, how bad the internet can be for kids we and where know- and what's going on on the internet out there? Essentially, he's just being a shock jock. Mm-hmm. Shock jock. Just taking it to another level, Dr. Phil is. I hate Dr. Phil. I really do hate that guy. Alright. What, what do you have left? We gotta take a break. I have, uh, Shadow Master, which is his, uh, I am name. Um, giving, uh, pointers, more pointers, and, uh, then Dr. Phil gets into it. Alright, let's take a break and come back with those. Alright. Can we squeeze them in before the end of the show? I think so. Alright, quick break, we come back. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tony in the 321. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, y'all? Go ahead, dude. Kill it, kill it. What's everybody doing to do a spinoff of that Dateline show, man? It seems odd that Dateline kind of... But see, that's the way of television. That as mm-hmm. soon uh-huh. as you get some sort of something popular, everyone starts yep. biting off of it. Yep, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about making me one. Let me check this out, see how you guys are like it. It's going to be called the Catch a Gobbler. <laughs> and what it's going to be, it's going to be like a guy like the Australian guy mm-hmm. that hunt down animals. They're going to be hunting down trying to kiss chunk sucking man muscles. All right, I can hear you. Be a hit. <laughs> Dubs, let's wrap up with this Dr. Phil version of To Catch a Predator. All right, now here's Shadow Master giving the guy pointers on... Uh, Shadow Master, who is a... Is a pedophile incest liker. Okay. When you meet them in person, you have to be one of them. And this is how they speak. So, your, your best advice to break her in... He told him that he has three daughters, and Shannon, I believe, being the youngest one. So he's trying to. So he's playing the angle of here's one pedophile hooking up another with a daughter with his daughter. Yeah. Oh wow, that's disturbing. Mm-hmm. That's over the top, dude. Um, you know, just snuggler, cuddler, older, toucher. You know, kidder used to be touched. They don't do it a lot now. Oh, my God. You know? I mean, being a dad, this is what she doesn't need to cat hugger and pull her and, you know? You know she says, Dad, why are you getting Like, I'm trying to think of everything that she could just go to Kim, and even if she likes it, she could still go to my wife and say, Well, Daddy's pee-pee, man. I don't know what she'd say. Well, you know... I was asking you his advice. You know, how do I start to molest my daughter? Is it something I want to do? And he was giving me tips on how to proceed with it and how you don't get caught and tell them not to tell. It's a secret. Uh, typical stuff. Wow. Right, people, people are telling they were using MSN Messenger. Wow. All right, people are saying go to the, I guess, drphil.com has the photos of this guy. Oh, they actually put the photos of him up because they they blurred his face out. 
on the uh, video because I didn't want to uh, mess with anything with the investigation. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Somebody said it was on there. Uh, we're the last couple dubs. Uh, the next one's him giving more pointers. Then we have uh, Dr. Phil getting mad. Okay. Right. I just, I'm paranoid to get caught. Well, I don't blame you. That's only healthy. Be yep. paranoid. But <laughs> oh, that's says, healthy. Yeah. What does she wear to bed? Usually just panties. Just tell her, come to bed. We're in Vegas. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot here. Just take off your T-shirt and sleep in your panties. All right, all right. That's so... Almost cursed. That's so. And this awful. guy, this guy, I can't believe how open he is about it with this guy. Yeah. Well, he's trying to help a fellow guy out. Plus, this guy's gonna quote unquote try to help him get laid mm -hmm. with his daughter. Oh, and this, how is this guy buying it? How stupid are you? He's. I. I guarantee these people are just desperate for any kind of person that's into the same thing they are. Even though there's a shockingly large amount of these people out there, it's still rare. Here's uh, now Dr. Phil. No matter how many times I do these type of investigations or meet with these individuals, it never ceases to amaze me how matter-of-fact they are about molesting children. What would you do with your daughter? Then? Okay, that's enough. Stop tape. Stop tape. That's enough. We get the idea. Stop tape. We get the idea. How do you keep from reaching across the table and just absolutely knocking this guy's teeth out? Oh, everybody asked me that when I was a police officer. said, hey, don't you just want to throttle him? Undercover drugs, one thing. When you do this type of stuff, another. But my end goal is to make sure that they get put away for a long time. So if I, I get emotional about it and I get out of role by any means, I just wrecked a whole investigation, and I wasn't about to do that. So I look yeah. at the end result. I, I would have to agree with Sometimes you just got to think, if I can keep it together, we can nail this guy, and he'll never be able to do this again. But by me losing my temper, mm -hmm. this guy could get off, therefore helping him to get off. Now, the next one is uh, Dr. Phil. He sets up a, uh, a full-on sting with the, the, co with, the, uh, with the guy and wants to, uh, he gets a whole uh, restaurant into it and everything, and uh, finds out that... Uh, because he got the cops involved when he set up this full screen uh, sting that the cops busted in before they got a chance to get their final sting on the guy on tape. Okay. So here's Dr. Phil getting a little upset about that. What we didn't know was that the authorities had already arrived at the suspect's house and arrested him. Okay, now, I, I know you guys in law enforcement, I don't want to step on y'all's toes here, but... You know, when we went into Vegas, that I insisted that we contact the, the task force there, that we talk to the police, we let them know what we were doing, that we cooperate with them. When we turned everything over to them and showed them what we have to get the arrest warrants and all of that, they, they jumped into action. And in my view, we lost a lot of information that way because we know about 19 foster children. Oh, wait a second. What a dick. So he's just pissed that they didn't get their material. Yeah, that, he's pissed off. He makes it sound like he's pissed that they didn't get more information on him to find out. No, wrong. He's mad yeah. that they didn't get more stuff to air. <laughs> they, he's, he's pissed off on the, the uh, good TV he missed out on. That's the quote-unquote information. Now, I, I, I cut a lot out of this. There's actually a lot more on this, um, and he references it right here. 
This guy was also one of the foster uh, parents that had 19 kids go through his house. Oh, boy. But here's the wrap-up of it. We lost a lot of information that way because we know about 19 foster children going through this guy's home. We know that he was trusting you and telling you more and more and more so this guy could wind up under the jail uh, for a long, long time. And we could identify those victims so we can go out and find them and offer them help. But they went with what they had instead of what was left to find out. I hate I, I, for a second there, I was starting to yeah, be I, on I, Dr. Phil's side when he like stopped the tape because I had the exact same reaction. Mm-hmm. But now he's just pissed that he didn't get more. He wanted more. He wanted more for his show because he saw how this blew up for Dateline. He wants this to be his thing, and he's like, "Hey, we spent, we did all this legwork, and then you go in and bust him before we get the real meat of it." We could, you would have. Hey, why don't you just hold out so that we could have gotten our end? Yeah. And actually, what an a-hole, man. And it's so funny because they go to the guy's house while they're busting him and taking all the stuff out and everything. And uh, they're trying to get some words from the officers and the uh, the uh, like uh, the main person there. And they won't talk to him. So they they did all the legwork, busted this guy, and the uh, cops won't even comment to Dr. Phil about it. Well, good. You know what I mean? And it's he's not pissed. All, it's not all about ratings. It's about stopping the kid, especially of this magnitude. Mm-hmm. This guy was a complete dirtbag. There was there. I, this goes above and beyond normal kid touching. I bu- normal kid. Touching. I know exactly. You, when it's normal kid touching, it's bad. When it's advanced kid touching. Yeah, you're right. This is like AP. Yeah, this you, is- you get college credit for this version. <laughs> I just it's amazing to me though that Dr. Phil gets pissed off. That he didn't get his material. I can't believe he was that bold. Yeah, I I, I was waiting for him to go off on uh, this and be uh, pissed off they didn't get his, his uh, ratings out of it. But I didn't in any way think he would. I mean, I would have played the angle of, look at us. We're awesome. We stopped this monster. Yeah. Instead, he's crying, poor me. We didn't get more footage. This could have been a whole hour instead of... Uh, 20 minutes. Exactly. I thank you to Big Hands who stopped by. Best of luck to uh, Milton Napier over there. Good show. I think I think we were able to squeeze in three shows in one show tonight, Dubs. I think we did a good job of it. Fun Be- time. Beautiful thing is we got a whole lot more left over for tomorrow. Yes, we do. Plus, I saw some interesting stuff tomorrow that'll be big news. So we will hand that all over to you tomorrow night and a Wednesday night in the hideout. Stay tuned for the Real Radio Rewind, the best of uh, Real Radio, a segment from each show, coming up next. And then wake up the monsters in the morning, Shannon Burke Middays, to spot in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout of Real Radio. Be somebody that always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I.
5,000. 